So we need a. Uh, you're listening to Around Comics uh, episode two. We do. We do turns. Yes, we're oh, doing okay. turns now. Uh, wait, wait a second. So it's this is Around Comics episode number two. So yeah, that wasn't it, but this is <laughs> nice. Uh, <clears throat> this is Around Comics episode number two. I put the wrong emphasis on. Go with it though. This is Around <laughs> yeah. Comics. This is Around Comics. This is so. around. <laughs> It's like I never, like I've never been He's on this just, show before. I'm Tom. Hi. And our special guest this week. I am Ryan Brown. Is nice. he special? Is he special? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, like short bus. I feel pretty good right now. So <laughs> no, see, okay, <laughs> feels good about it. I have yeah. some, I have some continuity <clears throat> questions because we, oh, have, no. we have rebooted around comics. Yes. So can we call Ryan a returning guest? Is that? Oh, that's a good question. Is he in canon? Um. Well. well well, I think we have to spell question. his name differently. <laughs> perhaps perhaps we're we should. We're dropping the E off. We the probably should yeah. discuss this off air. Yeah. Probably off air discussion. Well, no, no we don't do anything off air. <laughs> well, Ryan Brown, if uh, if you do remember, uh, is the uh, amazing. This is going to turn into an interview of no, Ryan no, no, Brown. No, no, is no, it? no, I'm just introducing. Because I'm really I'm just ready. not that interested. Any question? Any question? In, uh, in, talent, uh, in his childhood, I know that's how where you're going with this. No, I know. incredibly talented artist and you writer. You were a child of, once, weren't you, Ryan? What was that like? <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> Ryan does God hates astronauts and uh, blast furnace and is uh is it, is it public what you're working on now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're also uh, working uh, big at dick comics. Yeah. Big dick comics for IDW. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm doing a book called Big Dick Comics for IDW. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's totally heavily, gonna make that his next. Heavily comic. censored. Um, <laughs> no, I'm doing a book. I'm doing a book for IDW called Smoke and Mirrors. Um, that's written by the amazing Mike Costa. Um, nice. And we'll be soliciting ama- is, next is, month. Is he amazing, or is he just your really good? Friend? No, he's he's pretty average in every single way, except for writing. Okay, amazing okay. writer. I am glad he is here, though, because I do want to talk some more shit about Paulo Rivera. Okay, ah, and uh, okay. I don't think we fully covered that subject okay. <laughs> last time. We did. Well, let's no, go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> did I did I tell you that he saved my life once? No, you did okay. not mention wow. that. Yeah, this is turning we... into an interview. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. He's leading us down this path. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, no, this, is, this is this is this is one of the best stories you've ever heard. All right, um, I'll, say, ju- I'll I, be the judge of that. I, say I don't, I don't I, want to talk about me, but did I ever tell you how Paulo Rivera saved I, my I, life? I say that um, pretty sarcastically. Oh. Um, I apologize. No, uh, so Paul and I were roommates in college, and uh, I was sleeping, and he was awake, and I started choking in my sleep, and he yelled, ham sandwich? he yelled, Ryan, wake up, 
And you did. And then I woke up, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't choke and die. He saved, so he saved you. So life. he saved my he life. Save that's, that's we talk about this often. <laughs> Very important. Was it wasn't nearly as exciting as I thought it was. Yeah, no, so are no, you no. it was a really boring story. Are you sort of beholden to him now? As oh, I owe him big time. Slave? I have a life debt. Life debt. Life debt. Yeah, <laughs> big time. What is the? What was it in? Uh, I can't even remember the movie. I don't even. I, God, now I can't think. Logan's of it. Run. No, no, <laughs> not big, Logan's Run. Keep going. Keep going. That's your stock Thank answer. You. This is compelling. <laughs> You had a 50. Oh, sweet. So, uh, well, well, we'll come back to uh, Logan's run and hey, how I'm Paolo sorry. Rivera saved Ryan Brown's life. <laughs> um, uh, happy holidays, guys. This is our, uh, this is our December. Rounders. Oh, yeah. Uh, All the life. Day. I thought you were going to say Killdozer, but that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. What, the, whatever. I don't remember what they called it. The Jewish sort of. Life debt? Nah, it wasn't a life. I don't know. Forget it. Just Jewish move on. life debt. Whatever. So ha- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the name of my movie. band, actually. <laughs> Jewish life debt. Yeah. I'll, let me text my wife. I'll ask her what a Jew. If there's such thing as a Jewish life debt, all right. See if we get. She's gonna write back like, well, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> well, isn't that a response to half of your text? Uh, anyway? Like, what are you t- Jewish life debt? Oh, so is everybody, everybody having a happy holiday so far? You digested no. your turkey. Yes. Uh, no, yes. Was right. no, my yes. holidays have sucked so far. Yeah, you've had a rough holiday. <laughs> I'm not you, gonna get into yeah, that. No. But uh you you've had but not, not a great uh, start to it. But Thomas, you uh you uh, glad to be back in uh in, in uh Chicago for the holidays? Uh yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was in great I was You were a child once, right? <laughs> Let me tell you once. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about how Ryan Brown saved my life? <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll get there. We've got to spend enough time together, and I, and I will. Well, I am going somewhere with this. And I right. figure it would be a, kind of a, 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 nice, a nice heartwarming tale. Oh, of, fuck. Um, what's your uh, favorite uh, comic book or comic-related present that you've gotten uh, for, for the holidays? I mean, you can go all the way back to childhood. I'm going to go with um, when I was a kid, I had all the superpowers action figures, and I liked to have them wrestle. <laughs> And I really wanted a wrestling ring. Nice. I wanted like the WWF branded one, but oh, yeah. my dad made a wrestling ring that was probably like a thousand times better out of like <laughs> materials with his own hands. And I was disappointed that it, out it wasn't wood. like the branded one, though. In hindsight, <laughs> this I isn't the cheap. This plastic, isn't the yeah. cheap plastic. He built one. you one out of mahogany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like real rose. <laughs> and in hindsight, that was a great gift. At the time, I was like, oh, this isn't like officially branded. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, yeah, the, the, dick. Sw- the sweat from his labor had stained the canvas. Yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan yeah. doesn't come with this one. <laughs> yeah, what's, what is this? But that was a good one, so I could have like a... Did you ever ask wrestle. him to make you another one? No, it lasted forever. That oh, you still thing. have it? Do you I don't have it now. I don't have my action figures wrestle, nor do I have action Well, no, figures. but I didn't know if maybe you hung <laughs> no, on No, I that. didn't save it. It's a cherished memory only. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Sal? It's probably in the attic. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Um, honestly, I don't really remember. Uh, the funny thing is, is I am probably the easiest person as a family member or a friend to buy Christmas gifts for because yes. I have very... <laughs> What? Hint. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I like, I like comic books. I like very, you know, simple, like, if you look at anything science fiction-y or fantasy Knives, world. swords, yeah, leather you know, Well, especially when I was a, a kid or a teen, like Dungeons and Dragons, any, yeah. anything in that world. And then as I got older, it was like, I owned a Harley. So, you know, yeah. yet no one ever bought me anything Harley Davidson. 
But I don't ever see people just seem to forget or don't pay attention to the your things interests, that I which, yeah which, my which, own my interests you write about you yeah, talk about yeah that I spend all the time doing and no one ever seems so to really. Sad. Really so sad. I don't I don't when I was a Someone kid Someone needs to make Jesus, you a wrestling ring with their own hands. Oh, yeah, I would I would yeah. fucking appreciate it, Tom. I wouldn't have been No, I don't I don't really remember I don't know. I don't really remember You got you can't get, you can't spring this kind of question on me, man. I need time to re- okay. like well, we search always, through we'll my come back. We can always come back. Come back to me. When, uh, at the end of the show I'll figure it out. When when I was four, when I can't I, remember rounders in the Jewish life that let there alone is no Jewish life. 20 years or Logan's run. You just, yeah. No memory. When I was uh, whenever I was uh, 14 years old my my dad who never really kind of Grasp my interest in comics. Well, or sci-fi, you were a huge kind of disappointment stuff. to your family. I was a, <laughs> we talked about this before. I'm a huge disappointment <laughs> yeah. to my family. Start there. But uh, whenever I was 14 for Christmas, my dad uh, bought me um, Uncanny X Men number 95, which at the time was, you know, and, and still is a, a kind of a landmark issue. It's the Death of Thunderbird, and it's the um, the second second appearance, or actually third appearance of a lot of those right. characters. And that was like this moment whenever it was like okay because my dad bought me a, a comic, kind of an expensive comic for Christmas. And it was kind of like him saying it was okay to be a comic book fan. What I found out like a couple years later is that he spent like $50 on that one because he didn't want to spend the $100 on X-Men number 94. Cheap bag. I was like, oh, damn. But hey, that, I once got a... A private dance by a stripper dressed as Wonder Woman. Does that count? That counts. Yes. That, was it during the holiday season? <laughs> that would, yeah, it was, I think it was around New Year's. I unfortunately, know. That, <laughs> unfortunately that dancer was Ryan Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't better. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was... Oh, too, right. Any, uh, Sweet. Any, any Christmas presents that you can kind of uh, think back well, on? Well, this is like... It's supposed to be the story of my first wrestling ring. Is that what mm-hmm, I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have... I did get a wrestling ring for Christmas oh. once, but I think it was WCW... Oh, okay. uh, which was the lame wrestling. I know. And when I was in a did w- anyone what? buy the WWF one? I don't. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think so. I just kids dreamed about it. it yeah, it's always the most dreamt about it's present. Chick- it's the Chick- I think I, I, think I got a used one at a garage sale <laughs> <laughs> years later. Uh, well, f- uh, boy, best comic gifts. Uh, <clears throat> about six or seven years ago, some a friend got me Big Damned Hard Boiled for Christmas. Um, which was something I hadn't asked for, but something that I love, um, and is way too large to fit on any bookcase that I own. Is that the like it's, hard it's, cover it's, of hard it, boiled? It's hard boiled uh, at original art size in black really? and white. I didn't even know with, that. N- with no text, I've never existed. heard of that. I didn't yeah, know it existed. with no text. It's like an artist really? edition. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like a coloring book edition. Yeah. It That's looks like awesome. a huge coloring book. Actually, and it came with Jeff Darrow. He comes to your house. Right, right, my right, original, right. My He's original, still he, working. He's he still gives working. you a hug and a handshake, and then he <laughs> hands it to you. Um, my original hard-boiled issues are one of my most prized possessions in, in all my comic crap that I have in my house. I just yeah, love you actually, that book. You actually talked about that. You had a flood in your and found I garage, lost them. I and lo- that, was, that was like the one thing. No, it was in my that, basement. It was yeah. in my, and okay. I didn't know that I had packed them away somewhere in my crawl space. They had been for years. I didn't know. And I, I thought I had lost them. And then I had a flood and I had to clear out my crawl space and lo and behold, I found my hard-boiled issues. But... Hmm. I love that book. I just, yeah. I just, I, I mean, I don't. They're not worth anything. I don't yeah, think. No, but not I really. just, I love that yeah. book. It's, you know, it's all what it's worth to you. And it's, yeah. um, you actually bought uh, uh, one of the last conventions that, that we were at together. You bought a, a Jeff Darrow piece, and I'm pointing at Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I did, and it's, 
it's the first real piece of original art that I've ever bought. Um, and it's, it will never be trumped, no matter what I get. I mean, it's it's one of the coolest things it's, I've it's, ever what, seen. It's, is it like Shaolin Cowboy? It's Shaolin Cowboy fighting big guy and Rusty. Yeah, nice. Drawn That's, by Jeff Darrow. Well, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I probably showed it yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, you did. That was yeah, totally great piece. amazing. I have a sketch from him I got a few years back. Just yeah. a smaller sketch he did uh, of Shaolin Cowboy. And it's just he's he's friggin' amazing. Yeah, he is. He's, he's just totally. Yeah, I've totally got a, I've got a Rusty. At home, and eventually I'll, I'll frame. And one of the nicest guys. If you ever oh, like, uh-huh. if you if you ever see Jeff Darrow at a convention, go up and talk to him and get a sketch from him or get his prices are unbelievably reasonable. Oh, he's no kidding! Supremely talented. One well, of the guys that I don't think gets enough credit in the industry outside of the industry. You know what I mean? Like yeah, outside I mean, of the, yeah. artists. He, he, he's an artist. Artist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. A real pros pro. Yeah. Real. <laughs> He's a man's man. Yeah. He, he, he's he plays of, football the right way, Tom. Yeah, he does, he does his art the right way. <laughs> he, he's one of my favorites of all time, and I've spent years, just like literally years, probably five or six years of talking to him at every comic convention that I see him, and he never remembers me. <laughs> but since I bought that piece of art earlier this year, he remembers me no. every time I see him. Oh, yeah. And nice. now we're friends. You didn't just buy <laughs> art. So, so you bought a memory. You bought That's right. You <laughs> bought the, I bought you friendship. Bought I, brought, I bought, bought friendship. So if you ever want a comic book artist to be your friend, mm-hmm. buy something from them that's buy expensive. Buy their stuff. Yeah. I tell you, his, yeah. his daughter You'll is be their an best absolute, friend. absolute sweetheart, and she does sketches at, at conventions. She's that, terrible. That go to. No, no, she's just kidding. not. <laughs> she's actually not. She's, she's actually pretty darn good. Yeah. No, she is. I was just being This is a Daro piece. Jeff Darrow? It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's written by Moore. Moore. <laughs> oh, Big spe- letters, Moore. It's uh oh. Speaking of Moore, should we uh, should we jump into that? Jump into what? What? It's uh oh, oh Watchmen two. Yeah. Ooh, point five. Point five. Well, I don't know. It's a prequel, right? <laughs> is it right? a prequel yeah. or a sequel? It's, it is a prequel. prequel. It's well, a, first, let's say that yeah. it was not confirmed. It was Bleeding Cool. Bleeding it was cool. a story yeah. on Bleeding Cool. They're saying that <gasps> people have confirmed it to them, but not officially, that yeah. Andy Kubert is going to be drawing some Watchmen 2 project. Yeah, he's, so. he's it, according to them, he's going to be drawing one of the four prequel miniseries that... And people are freaking out about this online, as you would, as you would kind of what? Guess. Yeah, I know, I know, big <laughs> people online freaking big sh- out. Big what shock there, but um, click, 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 outraged. <laughs> Winky, um, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's, it, they could be good, they could suck. It's just like anything it else. Doesn't I mean, matter. It's, it's. Listen, I love Watchmen as sure. much as anyone, and I, it's you know. Who gives a fuck? Like, I mean, <laughs> either you like it or you don't. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't, it, like, outrage and, you know, oh, who fucking cares? It's yeah. a comic book. It doesn't change anything in the world. You know what? They, they made a sequel to the Blues Brothers. You guys, it was terrible. are you aware of yeah, this? Terrible. Yeah. Does it change the Blues Brothers? Yeah. What, what, is it, what does Dark Knight 2 does that affect your appreciation of the Not at all. Dark Knight? Well, I'm a well, Dark like Knight 2. Dark Knight 2. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, okay. I'm a fan of Dark Knight 2. Yeah. One of the few. But one I think of the few. It, I think it's yeah. But does, 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 does Holy, Holy Terror, Terror make you not like <laughs> Holy Terror, well, we can get into that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy Terror changes things. It's a game. It's a bit of a game changer. It's going to change your future purchases. <laughs> yeah, it might. Oh, that's a whole other um, conversation I think we're going to Yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, who knows? I mean, Godfather 2 is better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be better. 
or it's just going to be a comic they're book. They're all based on other characters, like uh, revamped versions of characters that were right. From he took it's Charlton like, characters and made yeah. Watchmen out of it. Hey, you know, I it's it, it doesn't have to be Watchmen, and that thing gets elevated so much, and rightfully so. But it's the greatest I, comic book. ever. It is the greatest comic book created. ever, and that's and that's ever. fine. It, Absolutely. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I read some I, Bob I, Haney I will fight stuff. anyone that disagrees with me. <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm in Sal's camp. I think it is the greatest comic book ever written. But There's some good you know Bob what? Haney Aquaman Knife fight, Tom. Not just a regular fight either. Knife a fight. Knife fight. <laughs> I personally think it's going to be cool if someone does um, a, a Rorschach story that you know with. Well, with we knife. talked about that, that knife, at one time. It's like, yeah. hey, who knows? It could be kind of interesting. It could be. I mean. Do you want to see a story about is about it sacrilegious? Is I mean, it like I don't, I do, don't know? Do you want to see someone cool? You know, a, uh, a writer, an artist that hey, has some chops. It's comics. That, can that we have? Us, can we just have fun? Hey, do you want to see comics? Do you want to see comedian and Doctor Manhattan? Yes, in a Vietnam? I do. Now I do. Now yeah. I do. You know, in Vietnam. I, I mean, how we, cool got, is that? we have like Cell backed in a corner. <laughs> do you want to read him? Do you want it? Tell do me. Do you want it? Tell me. <laughs> you just Mao. right now. Diddy Mao. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like playing Russian. Do you want to? Do you want to read about Rorschach? Yeah. Right? Yes. Don't you? Yes. Don't you? I guess Absolutely. I don't yes. Know. Order it now. Okay. Order. Order yeah. now. No, I. Uh, no, I agree with you. I you mean, order you know, it. Will the, you know? The, I'm sure there will be plenty of fodder in them for people that want to hate them and. But who knows? They might actually be kind of interesting or fun or something. I don't know. Who? What difference does it make? Like I said, it's it's really. Not I'll, be, that I'll big bet a deal. you at least one of the four is really good. If that's indeed what they're doing. Um, have you have you also heard? Like I've heard about Darwin Cook's involvement. Yeah. As uh, kind of uh, maybe someone who's he's been mentioned. He's been in yeah. charge of the whole deal, kind of thing. That's that's in charge of. That seems well, weird. That yeah. yeah. That's, it's cool, but it's kind of a well. Yeah, like, I did read like something a about runner yeah, kind of thing. I think I read. I think I read something about that, which huh. seems odd. Um, yeah, because it, Darwin. As much kinda, as I love Darwin Cook, but well, he kind of went. He certainly on, on handles an, nostalgia well. The prequel yeah. might, necessi- might <laughs> yeah. not necessarily be in the same, the same tone, right? You know, well, I wouldn't think uh, so. Wouldn't, wouldn't I mean, be. depending on when. They're so maybe play- they'll go for like a retro, yeah. like seventies or sixties sort of. Well, that's kind of you know cool because he does handle like fifties, sixties era incredibly well i'd like to see a, a bunch i'd like to see people write them much like i really enjoyed the the new version of omac the new oh DC, yeah yeah awesome and they're you know they do the the kirby like love letter to kirby I'd, I'd almost like to see people like some of the best writers in comics today try and mimic like alan moore's watchmen you know, almost like try and mimic his voice from that. Try and do in a, in a, but in a send-up sort yeah. of way. In a, but you in, know a, in, a, in an om- as a yeah, homage. as an homage yeah. to. I, I think that could almost be kind of funny, or not funny, but kind of fun. Yeah, fun, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It could, be, it could be funny too. <laughs> could be funny. It, yeah, yeah. It could. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not Alan unintentionally Moore's, funny. Alan Moore is writing one of them, right? I don't think <laughs> like so. Van Lenty. You know? Like Van Lenty could do probably do a really funny take on a Watchman voice. You know what I mean? Oh like yeah. He, he yeah. could do. We're just gonna get. Uh, tre- we're just gonna get trench coat Wolverine. Is that would Rorschach be awesome. Gonna be the, <laughs> you know, like people would be like, "Oh yeah, like Rorschach really speaks to this age. We should really <laughs> keep him around." And they'd be like, "No, he's not. You're not necessarily supposed to like him all that much." You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, Wolverine. If, you know, if DC if DC was smart, they would just hire 
Terry Moore and Stuart Moore to do every single to write Moore. every single book Moore. and just put more on it <laughs> yeah. and just oh, from, from the from the accidental yeah. sales enough you yeah. know alone they would they would do all they right. Would, yeah. I actually right. I, I saw I saw I saw B Clay tweet something like that. He's like, oh, yeah. they, you know, I'll write it and they just put more, more. Yeah, on yeah. it and then and then I'll retire on the royalty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we may circle back to Watchmen Two at some point, but uh, we uh, sure we start way. we started or actually Sal and Tom started this discussion last month about uh. Uh, about another one of our uh, uh, highly uh, highly held another elder comic, another elder icon another elder statesman of comics who may have lost his mind. I don't know if you said this on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get to that. As we, I, <laughs> I don't know. If I didn't say it on the. On the I show. didn't say it on the show, but you go ahead. Afterwards, we were talking about whether or not you would like it, and you said that you would force yourself to like it. Well, so no, I said in a joke. I had, like, re- I had read so many bad yeah. reviews of, and we're talking about Holy Terror, yeah. Frank by Frank Miller. Miller. I had read so many bad reviews of it, and people had even people that hadn't read it yet hated it so much. Yeah. That I said, I kind of want to force myself to like it just to be contrary. <laughs> and then when you said, "Oh," I don't like, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I went and got me to like, I didn't to read it because I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, even oh, I got to read this like, now. Even if Sal was like, "Oh, it's not good. This is not good. This is not good." Uh, and, and reading it is rather, I think, a rather liberal use of the term "read." Yes, uh, because there's not a whole lot. There, there, yeah, there's not much. Very... It's a bunch of splash pages. It's not a whole lot. I mean, I literally got, I got three quarters of the way through it, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what's supposed. It's I, I, there's nothing. It's there's nothing there. It's, it's like a twelve year old's revenge fantasy. Yeah, like, it, 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 I, there's not even enough there to get upset, like to be offended by. Yeah, my, it's you know just what I mean? so like, like empty. Not, yeah, like it's. I I know there's a lot of controversy because of the topic is sort of like oh, Frank Miller is doing a story about like Batman beating up like Muslim terrorists, terrorists yeah. you know and but there's it's so slight and so lacking any like emotionality it, it, here's to the it one, that it's hard the, to even think of it as controversial it, it, here's, it's, the, here's like, the one oh, thing I, I want to say about it Just and slides. I don't and, and and giving giving Frank credit for this would be I think too much I think if it trying to say that it was intentional on his part would maybe be giving him too yeah, much credit. But it is, if you read it, it is a wonderful example of a sort of baseline reaction to 9-11. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you wanted to say that that was how... Though I do agree with you, that is giving it... I'm not, entire, I'm not yeah. saying it was intentional. I'm not saying that yeah. he intentionally... That's he's what a New he's Yorker. trying to he's do. He's a New Yorker. But you know? if, you, if you look at it in that perspective of like, okay, not everyone is necessarily... Uh, well-read or well-educated or up on the sort of sociological and historical yeah. implications of 9-11. A lot of people in this country, when that happened, when, when you know, those towers came tumbling down. And, Me? Well... I was angry. Angry, absolutely. Anger was the first reaction. And uh, 
you know, I, I think, you know, us probably sitting at this table, we're smart enough to know that maybe that wasn't the only reaction. I would, I would say that I know where <clears> you're going with it, but it's the book is so slight that even that interpretation is almost like hard. I to, don't know, man. Go out in like go go outside of major cities. I just mean go outside like, of. I just mean like I understand like the anger portion of it, but I just mean like the mechanics of putting the story together. Is well, it's so, lazy. It's, it's just so, really lazy. It's it's, it's, hard it's a guy to that's got a, a that. piles of money and fame and. You know, like, oh, how hard am I really going to work on this comic book? I mean, I mean it's very, that's the you know, portion to me that makes it harder to like, yeah. really buy that because it just seems so... How did it look? Slight. Just what? sort of, like, um, thrown together, sort of... Well, I did... That was the one thing I was, I was going to say is that I read a review about it that, you know, just completely dismissed any art in it. Yeah. Which I think is wrong because, you know, Frank, I think, is still... has tons of chops like he he can still lay down incredible images There's things in there that look kind of cool the problem was it didn't it wasn't cohesive it, it didn't tell a story, story. It wasn't was, there wasn't storytelling but as far as his ability his artistic it's still there you can yeah. see it and i thought he did some kind of cool things actually yeah. in it it but it was just a bunch of like widespread you know, bunch, splash pages. Bunch of splash pages. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's really kind of like oh. there wasn't a whole lot of storytelling, unfortunately. But it, yeah. it was like if you took Sin City and sort of like took that yellow bastard and spread it out over, you know, a hundred more pages. That's kind of you know the the feel of it. It right. was just really which you know like Sin City's not even it's not like real dense. It's no. you know it's pretty. No, it's, yeah. it's, but it's spread that out even more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Blow you know, it out so much. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Is this even a, like a story? Is it a story? Is, yeah. Like, or is I don't it just a bunch of images? Is, you know? Just meandering. Yeah. And, but when, I, and when it's put forward as a story, you know, and then you get it, right. and you're like, well, this you're expecting a, a story when you when you. Yeah. You know. It's not though. It's like it's not. It's, so it's one of those you you maybe pick up at a convention in a couple of years whenever yeah, it's in the five dollar nah. bin. Flip through it. You know well, what? It's I don't know. like I said. The only <laughs> no, it's not even worth five dollars. No, no, no. no. Well, know. here's the I thing. It the the book as a whole, um, just as a side note, had the cheapest feeling paper that has mm, ever been printed on, too, yeah. Yeah. and it smelled terrible. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this. <laughs> no, but the, you're right. The, you're the right. pages smelled terrible. The printing, I don't know. It's the cheapest produced hardcover you could ever buy. I kind of wish that. Frank would have taken it seriously or that he would have been able to do it with Batman and actually put in like hard work and, and late nights and, and, and you know, it ha- yeah it. because it's like I think he I don't have a problem with someone stating their opinion even if I don't agree with it especially an artist someone coming yeah. out and going you know what fuck you this is how I feel I don't care if you like yeah. it or not this is how I feel and, and I'm fine with that especially about something like 9-11 if someone's just angry and they don't necessarily understand that that's not the only reaction to 9-11 i don't care that's fine put that out there as it an doesn't artist. even seem fully formed in that but sense but that, yeah you know. it doesn't even that's the yeah. problem it's not even there's just not enough effort into it is really yeah. well, the problem with it well here here's something worth discussing that i i think is interesting is when when artists change their styles as they go on in their career um obviously people disapprove and approve right. Um, and I, I feel like as Frank has gone on, people have disapproved more and more and more. But I, I wonder if it's the case of him not caring and throwing things out there or if it's him thinking this is 
where my art needs to go and this is this is how I make my statement is these loose open splash pages that I don't spend much time on and you know I I, I, I think I really do wonder what his mindset is versus <laughs> you know I feel like a lot of people think that he's just being lazy and sloppy and he's not doing you know detailed pencils that's, and a, that's an interesting point versus yeah. versus here's, think, here's I, where my art is and here's where it's going because I don't I feel like most artists uh, you know I, obviously I, I'm I'm Why? not Frank Miller's age. I haven't been doing it for all these years, but I think most artists feel like they're they're moving forward, sure, and changing, and um, and I feel like people criticize him a lot because he oh. used to be able to pencil tighter, and and I and I and I just wonder, like, how intentional is it, or how much is it he doesn't care, or how much is I, it he I, thinks well, this I, is. I listening. think he might be forgiven. More. I think people would have a better view of it if. While I think while he's been changing his style, the criticism that some of the stories that go with it have become sort of slighter and slighter yes. at yeah. the same time. And since he, when he makes something, right, I'm gonna makes throw, everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna he does th- double. I'm going to throw out an er- another sort of like on that, like sort of me being an apologetic for Frank. But what if his this story and and you and yeah. I, you read it too, right? I did right. not. Oh, read you didn't it. read? Okay. Have you seen it at all? Have you looked? Oh, I, I flipped through it. Okay. It was just so cheap. I didn't want to pay for it. Well, <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Frank's previous work, uh, you look at like Dark Knight and and yeah. his view of sort of media and how people consume media. Yeah, I know you know where I'm going, right? Like, is is the layout of Holy Terror? Is the way he told the story? Is that a response to how he feels people? Consume media, consume now. media now. Yeah. I, I'm like I said. I don't. I'm not trying to say that, could, that is necessarily the case. On, but going could, off of is, is what he is doing. Let's make the leap, <laughs> leap of faith, of faith <laughs> yeah. for a moment, and say it's not laziness. It's not him trying to cash in on something, or not him just throwing it. What if it's all intentional? What if he's sitting down in his studio and intentionally putting out that book? Well, I think part of it then becomes a problem of... Is that worse? Does that yeah, make it no, worse? Well, no, yeah, not worse. It just... Mm. What it comes down to, though, no matter what his intention is, like, if he's like, this is how people consume media now, this is how people look at the world, this is an emotional reaction, the book that I looked through and read just didn't, it didn't register as being intentional. It didn't register. And it hasn't registered that way for a lot of people. Right. So whether he intended to or not, at some point you have to be able to communicate right. the things that you're right. trying to do. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're trying to do, he has done a very poor job of, of, of communicating that because he still puts his things out and aims it at a right. crowd that consumes things in a certain way. And if you are going to change your style then, and be that sort of radical, almost like anti-style, anti, sure, you know, sure, like, sure. and you're selling it, ostensibly to a comic book crowd or whatever, the people that have been your fans before, it doesn't mean you don't have to do it, but you also have, if you want to be successful at it, you have to communicate it better than yeah. I think he has. Because okay. I think... No, that makes you sense. You get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if he's intending to do that... It didn't work. I, it didn't work. Didn't you know, work. like, it yeah. just right. didn't come across that at way. The, so. At the end of the day, it has to communicate that in, in, in some way. It has way. to it's, sort of work yeah. somehow. And, and part of it, too, is like... In, aside from his his art 
you know, and just like things he said over the years since 9-11. I think 9-11, like, broke him. Yeah. Well, he's probably not alone. I think, <laughs> you know, like, like Dennis Miller almost. I, I was yeah, just going to say, yeah. you can say the same thing yeah. about Dennis like Miller. Like his whole worldview, whenever you yeah. hear him Fractured talk about his something. psyche so bad. Is, you know. his whole and it's understandable is, in some yeah. ways. I mean, I'm not a it's New Yorker. I didn't grow up there. I didn't, have, you know what I mean? So, it's very strange because every time you hear him say something, it's through that sort of prism of that. Right. Like, right, say, right. it's everything, you know, whether or not there's the whole thing about his post about Occupy Wall Street, and I don't care if he approves of Occupy, Occupy Wall Street <laughs> right, or whatever, right. but the way he said it and, like, the words he used sounded like a TV presenter from Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it was very, like, oh, you know, like... The, this is the guy just, that you're sound, you sound like the guy that you used to... Mock. Yeah, or yeah. like it was yeah, the yeah. word choice. Or we thought very, you sound like the guy who we thought were your villains. Yeah, and yeah. it's very like something happened. You know, when people joke around like, "Oh, the terrorist one." Like, I don't know. I think like Frank Miller is kind of like a weird example of like someone who's well. I think it's just so. I, no. I, I think on some level, it's just age too. Yeah, I the older yeah, you I, get, the older you get, the less. And this I mean, is from my own experience. The less art, you yeah. sort of are willing to tolerate. Not tolerate, but the less you um, humor things that you don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah. And he you just seemed I mean? like a really, like, like grumpy, angry, old, yeah, really angry, angry at something that I, uh, seemed sort of like, well, yeah. you don't have to be that necessarily. You know, like, the words you choose... <laughs> Strange. He sounded like a man who was angry because the world that he wanted is not the world that we're living in. Well, I was right. always thinking about like, artists, you know, like, because one of the things about art is like you always hear that, you know, one of the benefits of art is art is supposed to like possibly, it's a very classical idea that art is like a window to some version of the truth. Like the art, art allows you to see like some mm-hmm. sort of fundamental truth to it. And we sort of sometimes give artists like a, a status of like, they have an insight into the world because well, they're that, artists. That, that, well, this goes well, to a conversation we had <laughs> yeah. about people get angry at someone that they, you know, someone that they look up to, an artist or writer yeah. or celebrity sort of or someone. Yeah. Right. Well, we put like these weird uh, connections. We, well, we connect to people yeah. because all of a sudden they do something we like. And so we yeah. assume that they're of amazing sudden, people. You assume that Frank Miller has a firm grasp of like <laughs> right. national politics, right. and, and, and then and then and it's very possible well, that he doesn't, no that he never has, <laughs> yeah. that he never ever has. But you look at you how, might know how, more. But I assume. It. But it's so arrogant. It's like how I, much? Well, how I like his work, so he must think like I think. He because he's awesome, it and I'm awesome, yeah. so he must think like I think. <laughs> it works in reverse. How much did Dark Knight? at a very formative age, kind of form your opinion of government and media. And so if he was uh, in... Wow. Well, <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I, don't know. No. I was a little older than you, so well, I don't know. If no, but, but you read that, and you got it, and it struck a chord. It's like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. And, and it, struck, it, it strikes this chord with mm. you. Mm. You don't think that I mean that 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 for a lot of people I know for no, me no and this I mean this may surprise you but I'm uh-huh. probably a bit like I'm uh, I'm a bit more of a blind patriot in some ways okay like oh that does surprise me yeah uh, 
not to government necessarily, mm-hmm. but to the ideal. Does that make sense? So some of the stuff in Dark Knight, mm-hmm. I didn't like. It didn't strike a chord. You know what I mean? Like the Superman character and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that weird? Now, like, if looking Frank back Miller, now, yeah, like Frank Miller would have Superman like incinerate all the Muslims. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Superman would swoop in and say, "It's like it's just very." But yeah, I mean, I, that's why I was. I was who was the hero about, in that book? I was thinking. Now about, you look at it like who was like was how was he looking at the I world just, then? I just love the idea of it. When you said all that Occupy Wall Street stuff, people were like, Frank Miller doesn't understand anything about economic... Like, well, why did we ever think Frank Miller... <laughs> <laughs> well, because we loved his work, so yeah. we assumed yeah. he knew more than we did. <laughs> I, we assumed that he, you know, like, was a reasonable, intelligent, you know, liberal person because he has to be because I am. Yeah. And yeah. I like his yeah. work. Well, yeah. I, I think so that, he I think, has to be like me. I think me. that's where I was going, is that, you know... It, for, for me, and you're you're only a couple years older than I am, but you, Dark Knight was was a, a formative work for me. It was something that I read at a very impressionable time in my life, and yeah, it was formative. It, it made it made an impact on me. And if I'm the person I am now, in some very small part because oh, of no. that of that work, <laughs> oh no, it Frank shatters you. Well, now all of a sudden there's a schism. Uh-oh. It's like now he, all of a sudden he hates women. All of a sudden, how, yeah, how 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 can Frank Miller say these things that are so contrary? To, to my beliefs, if at Sleeper a fun, at Frank the, Miller yeah. cell, if, 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 if at a fundamental <laughs> rapist, the whole point of this podcast all these years is <laughs> building up, up. spread Frank. Well, no, but all these watchmen, but I think, fans, I think these scum and rapists. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's where you get that sort of the the super hatred mm-hmm. that people all of a sudden they how dare turn you, on how people. dare you betray me like that yeah Frank. because yeah. well not only that but there's like this weird conflict inside of yourself of going well, wait a minute he no longer agrees with what I agree with so what does that mean what does that say about you know, my yeah what does that say about yeah. me what does that say you know you it's like, say oh, it's, he might be crazy <laughs> <laughs> does he wears that hat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have this this strange old con experience that I, I remember decently uh, about you know maybe a little over ten years ago uh, talking to Bob Shrek at a comic show trying to get him to hire me and uh, doing doing small talk and then talking about Frank Miller and him and him talking to me about how Frank Miller called him after on nine eleven and they sat on the phone and they cried together. And he like he told this entire story of Frank Miller just kind of breaking down about nine eleven, and I, I I do agree with you. It probably changed who he was sure. uh, from that experience. Being a I guess he's a New Yorker. I assume he's yeah, a New he's a New Yorker. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I but but then again, I think that's I think it's really interesting. The more that I meet people who I idolize and I learn that they're a different person than their art leads me to believe all these years <laughs> of reading them and looking at their stuff. And, yeah. and they're, they're just not the person that I wish they were. Uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> you have to separate the fanboy a little bit as you start to actually become an adult. Yes. Yeah. So you yeah. kind of have to be like, you know, I'm, I'm probably perfectly capable of having my own opinion about well, that's yeah, yeah that's it, what it, it, you know. it sort of becomes like a Listen, thing of like some the a couple of my favorite writers yeah. uh, are also well were also alcoholics who ended up killing themselves. Yeah, I have a big like I have a hard time sort of getting past that getting yeah. past those yeah. two things. Like I, I love their work, 
but the yeah. fact that they drank themselves to death really puts a damper on Separating my the art, idol. The yeah, 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 yeah. I, so, I feel like there's a lot of fiction that's been made about about fanboys who go up to famous writers or movie makers or whatever, and then the, they're a total monster. And yeah, I, I feel like. The entire show extras is almost based on, on that <laughs> yeah, idea. Like, oh. and, like, you meet these actors and they're just the worst people in the world. I have to say, uh, though, I mean, in the years that we've been doing the podcast and we've met so many people that, you know, I personally grew up idolizing or, you know, I've never been disappointed. I, I, yeah, I've really yeah. never had. I mean, I've had I've a disappointed myself and how I've approached them. <laughs> yeah. I've had a couple of. They yep, are too. just people. They, well, that's what it comes down to. They're just people. They're just. Fucking, you know. Well, you know, yeah. It just comes down to, yeah, they're assholes like everybody else. I mean, yeah. I, I farleyed big time on Bruce Town, and I'll never ever. Wait, you still you can't farleyed? talk to Brian Azzarello. <laughs> Azzarello. Like you still have a problem I totally having a conversation a with yeah, the guy. I can't do it. I can't. It's, Why? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Get do you past think he'll it. be like nerd? We've talked for ten minutes. And <laughs> I want you to take all the work of mine that you own and just sell it. I don't want and you to have it. any of it. I, I don't I, want you to I, buy it. I anymore. love the man's work so much, and he doesn't like you at all. Wait, is not, he, isn't not, he a Cubs fan? And he hates he's a yes. Cubs fan. That's a big problem. We argue. We, that's, that's the thing is that, is that we constantly argue about sports, and he's not the warmest individual right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And really, I, yeah. <laughs> and he loves Sal. He fucking loves Sal. He's well, going to have Sal like going I'm not sure that's days, ever going to happen. But me, well, I'm just like, we'll, yeah, we'll get just, him just over and, and I'll watch how he interacts with both of you. Another well, oh, he yeah. loves Sal. And I'll keep yeah. Sal. Yeah. I'll just yeah. stay back. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll do, I'll just be cool. An outside party. Yeah. That's good. I like that. <laughs> and just, and then Chris will just be sweating and just like, uh, uh, uh. I think it would be better to talk about sports because it's a completely that's all, that's all I neutral. Want to talk to yeah. yeah, but uh, Tom, I'm an annoying Cardinals fan. You know, you are. Yeah, this is true. It's true. Just hide it. Look, if I no, I can't, no, I can't. I can't, I can't because he'll be wearing a Cardinals <laughs> jersey. Yeah. To pretend. I can pre- Listen, I, I, he's I wearing a University of the White Sox like I like them, and then I immediately he's wearing a University of Chicago sweatshirt. Oh Jesus. oh Jesus! Whoa, he's wearing a sweater. Oh no, that's just him. Oh, yeah, boy. Right, yeah. Okay. yeah, he can't. He just he, can't. he just awesome. took off his hoodie, his hat, his glasses, his headphones. He's a mess to unveil a Cardinals uh, Rangers Fall Classic. T-shirt. Don't make me show you my underwear. Ooh, oh, please. No. Right after the World Series, I bought a shirt that says "Got Rings?" Question mark. What, this is David Freeze's underwear. You don't have any rings. No, you don't. <laughs> you didn't get a World Series. No, ring, I did, did not. You? No. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, Until he kills someone for you. <laughs> Before the show, you were talking about the Tigers, and every sentence started with "we." I yes. don't believe you work for the Tigers organization. Oh, I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> I don't uh, you don't know what I do in my spare time. Uh, well, I think uh, I one, do. Thing, one thing you should know is comics are not time-consuming, <laughs> so I have plenty of time for uh, other jobs. Uh, and, listen, and obsession so is not... So, tear, four thumbs up? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> buy it. It's a groundbreaking... All of my thumbs are sideways. Figure that out. <laughs> Interplanetary craft Calling occupants Of interplanetary Most extraordinary craft Calling occupants Of interplanetary craft Calling occupants Chris gets me That was good Because he was talking about strip clubs That's funny (laughs) 
right. Canadian We're, strip club. Mark Miller. I have to talk about him. The Big Bang Theory. I need to still talk about okay. that. And I actually read some comics, too, so we can right. talk about that. Well, Tom, Tom, Tom and I, too. Tom, you have yeah, Tom and I need to yeah, talk about Command. And I just talk bought about, it. Let's talk about Mark Miller, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk shit about him. Let's talk shit about Mark Miller. We're talking shit like about Mark Miller. Pay attention. No, he's whatever. That dude's no, got bags he, of money. He reads this. He he listens to this podcast. Good. all the time. Uh, listening to old episodes. Yeah. What did Mark Miller do now? Are we recording? Yeah, we're. Recording. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, thank goodness I didn't. <laughs> okay, so Mark Miller came out and said some really stupid shit about. <laughs> No, but I understand. I mean, he, he, he was talking about digital comics, and uh, I, I guess I could read it for you. Um, oh, no. He said... Uh, clear, clear No, I'm not going to do clear an accent. Ah. I think digital... Uh, he was talking about digital comics and day-and-date digital comics, and he said, I think digital could be a useful tool, but I'm increasingly concerned <laughs> for friends in retail that they're, uh, that they're going to get shafted here. Uh, I really think day-and-date release is a disastrous idea... It makes no economic sense at all to comics as a business. It's potentially ruinous for comic stores, and in the long term, it's not going to do publishers any favors either. I see the attraction on a very superficial level. And this was in response to him Isn't that not dis- releasing Kick-Ass 2. All comics are superficial. Superior. He's not releasing any of his yeah. books, Superior. Period. They're not coming out. Yeah, period. Um, (laughs) They don't come out. He's not doing them digitally. Um, Okay, I get that he's trying to support... Automobiles were terrible for the horse and carriage industry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, to quote a line from a... Some movie that I can't remember. But <laughs> do you want to buy? You want to buy Logan Tower Records? Kill No, it was the Facebook movie. Uh, social, oh, network. social Network. Yeah. Want to buy a face? Want to buy a Tower Records? I mean, uh, I don't know how more clearly we can look at other industries yeah. uh, and say this is the way that things are going. This is the way that entertainment, especially, is going with. Yeah. Digital release the day that it's done. I don't buy DVDs, right? Like I just yeah. don't. It's no. It's to well, at this point in my life. If, I, the other day I was like, we, my wife and I wanted to watch West Side Story, and I just got it off usual. Amazon as yeah. usual as happens. And I was just like, oh, so and I, and like the thought of myself ever buying another DVD or like Blu-ray or anything is so strange to me <laughs> it's, like you you've, you've yeah. passed that by yeah, it's, like, it's it's gone well he later on he talks about well i think he he thinks that comics should be more like the movie industry where you have releases um in the theaters and then later they come out on dvd and it's like well but the movie industry theaters are dying yeah you know is that so like you're trying to support <laughs> well, you're trying I mean, to support comic shops by referencing an industry that Chris put that away don't make me slap <laughs> it's too late it's it's too late well, it's already it's, it's like, already gone he's it's late. done yeah, as, yeah. as usual yeah. he's late <laughs> he's late and he it's already it's already day and day what is he whatever stay in your lane you write like sometimes people again we're going to go back to the well, thing where like we everyone expected Frank Miller to be an expert on like international politics yeah. and like right. Mark Miller might write not comics. No, 
uh, the his, exact his, economics. His job of is to write comics, not publish comics. Yeah, and write fuck him. Com- he's not even American. <laughs> yeah, he's not even American. Got it. He doesn't even know how to pronounce his own <laughs> last <laughs> name. Yeah. What the fuck? Can, can I? Can I? Can I? Um, yes. 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 Okay. You can. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I'm glad I. You can, can. do anything I'm you glad want. I can. Uh, okay, so uh, here's here's a little bit of my. Didn't history. your parents tell you that, Ryan? You can do whatever it is you want to do. Here's a little bit of my history. Uh, I'm a huge music fan. I worked at a music store. Then I worked at a comic book store. Wow. And now I work in comics independently. Are you going to okay. work in a newspaper next? So so yeah. So basically, I, I come from a person. Are you that studying would never Sanskrit? Buy, I come I come from a, I um, come from a place where I would never buy anything digitally. And then over the years of things being exclusive to digital, I have caved, and I now buy things digitally. Sure. Uh, and as a person that works at a comic store, I'm all about print. And I still am all about print. But as things became way too expensive for me to put into print, I now do a webcomic begrudgingly. I do a webcomic that... We used to put this podcast out on vinyl. Why begrudgingly? Yeah. Why, why is it you want to hold on to something that was because, dead before you even... Well, okay. Well, it's, it, a lot of it is because of the way webcomics are done. I don't like reading a story a page a week or even three pages a week. I want to have a completed story in my hand or at least 22 to 24 yeah, pages I mean, in my hand to but, read through. And that, that, that's, that's a big deal with webcomics. Okay, but you can buy a digital comic... You can buy a digital comic. That's 22 pages of comic, just like you can. You can buy an original graphic novel that's Why do people still buy magazines? Because people still do. There's a resurgence in magazines. There is. And and, and I think that people people (laughs) like having something that they hold in their hands. And I personally do, too. Uh, Well, there's a certain tactile, you you know, know... I don't think I don't think that anybody at this point should really get that insulted by someone who is totally anti-digital. Um, because it is a transition period, and if if, if Mark Millar uh, Mella. Uh, Mella. <laughs> wants to uh, wants to speak out against it, and like I've I heard a lot of people have been outraged and like complaining about this statement, I don't think it's that controversial of a statement because I think no, we're it's tra- uh, I mean it's I think obviously- we're in a transitional period, and I think personally. All of my stuff, I always the end goal is to see it in print in a book on someone's shelf. Uh, and that is a much more satisfying as a creator than someone to read it uh, on an iPad. And, you know, I've done digital comics. I did a, a book, you know, for Double Feature, and it was on the iPad exclusively. And I got, honestly, very little satisfaction for when it came out that there was something that you could download for 99 cents. But I think, part of it, it. Though, I think part of it, though, too, is what, the, the idea of what disposable means. Like yeah. the idea that the 22 page comic that you would buy and then not keep for more than three months, that used to be just a disposable sure. media that you would have. And if you really liked it, someday you could buy. Well, I, like, I yeah, bought a that, big stuff. That's why comics the, were worth but, something. But here's because the Because people, they were disposable. Yeah, but I mean, it's. What insta- what, what's going to end up happening is I still buy. I, I bought a record. I bought records two weeks ago because I just wanted to have the records. But I also buy stuff digitally. But the stuff, mm-hmm. if I buy a book now, I buy a book that I really like. You know, and I no longer play the game of buying the necessarily buying a ton of twenty-two page comics well, that mm-hmm. I kind of like well, and the, kind I mean, of the, in, because both both in music and in print, they're 
they're trying to accommodate you and saying, yeah. here are special editions. And DVDs do that too. Here are special editions. Yeah. Here are bonus I'm just saying, features. just possibility is different that look now. Really nice. And they're trying to make you continue to buy the print. Yeah. Medium. I mean, there are books I buy because well, I like to have the paper version, but my idea of disposability is different. Sure. Like right. the 22 well, page know, comic I, I, I used to I, I, buy I, I, that I, think, I would not look at ever again. I might as well have thrown it away. From a creator's standpoint though, I think what, you know, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of yours. I think you're a tremendously talented artist. Oh, wow. and He's looking at and, Tom. And, no, uh, I, 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 I really am. Well, thank but you. I think, you know, I think an issue that not just you, but many independent artists have is that you're trying to make a living through your art. You're trying to sell your art to consumers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't give a shit how you feel about your art. That's the, that's the problem that I think you uh, experience is that you're worried about how you feel when it comes out. But as a consumer, I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's, a, that's a very hard place for you to be yeah. Yeah. as an artist. But as, as someone that um, is trying to sell your art because you want to make a living, you want to, you know. Yeah. You have to accept at some point that the consumer ultimately is more important, their feelings is more important than yours. Sure. Well, it, in, the, in the end, it isn't entirely about my feelings. It's a question of, and this has been my goal for years, is to make enough money doing what I'm doing to continue to do it. Right. And that is, that is the big issue. Um, Where's the tipping point? I think right. you know what well, I mean. Well, like, where, where, where's that? Like, it's it's a strange thing. Like, I've done God Hates Astronauts as a web comic. I've made no money off of it. I lose money on publishing it, and then I half recoup it by selling print print copies that I print myself. It doesn't fuel my life, but it has led to me getting a paycheck doing other work. Right. But you know, like, like honestly, like. If I had my way, everyone would be, who reads God Hates Astronauts would be paying for it because I spend so much time on it. And then it's it's like a, it's a strange culture of giving away comics for free because then people expect it always for free. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's, it's really, really strange. Like, well, no, I think what it is, it's a, ba- it's a, it's a, it's a balance. Sure. The more that you want it to be what, what – you want it to be the less you can charge for it when when you have the ideals yeah, of a bit. You, you know what i mean like it, it's it's kind of it's a shame because in this country certainly in in the culture that we're in uh art isn't necessarily appreciated as much as it should be right you know what i mean and so it, it comes down to well it, I want what I want. I'm paying for it, so I, I expect what I what I'm going to get from it. You, as an artist, are trying to do something completely different. You know what I mean? It has nothing to yeah, do with yeah. with with supplying the consumer with something they want. It has to do with you 
expressing right. yourself. It has yeah, to do I'm with do, you I'm doing, producing I'm doing my own your thing. Right. I'm not following so it's that, the it's trend that, and trying to. But it's you know, a balancing act. At the same time, how many consumers are out there are interested in what you're doing? Right. You know, well, it, it is a thing my, in comics too. I think comics is especially um, uh, is filled with a lack of appreciation for the cost of things. Like there's a, it's a culture of like discounts and um, can I get this web comic for free? And it's, but it's a trap. That's the problem problem when you come, when it's, you're selling art. Yeah. That's the problem it, because, especially now, I mean, we live in an Amazon world. It's where a consumable. It's the lowest. Yeah. yeah, it's a. It, 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 at the end of the day, yeah. the guy picking it up off the shelf or buying it digitally through iTunes or whatever else, they may not even have any appreciation for the work that goes into it. They don't care. Well, comics they don't. Is just you know, all weird anyway. Well, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Fucking, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like a weird well, okay, the, realm the, the of the like article, backwards you know, I, logic I, and. We we talked about Mr. Murder is Dead, and and I wrote a, a an article about it. That that book, the production quality on it, amazing, beautiful, beautiful art, great printing. By uh, Brent Schoonover. It's it's Archaea. Um, it's my favorite graphic novel of the year. It's in 1999, and that that price is so low for the production quality. But it only fits yeah. into it's like yeah. for ten dollars more you could have had Holy Terror. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's a, yes. You just well, you, I just think just it's a thing yeah. of what it is. It's all different ways of owning something. Mm-hmm. And what happens is there used to be a way that the only way you read all this stuff was in this one medium, which was paper, and this was right. the only way you read it all. And now there's multiple ways. Which there's is cool. multiple ways Which is to awesome. consume it. Which there's is multiple awesome. ways. There's going to be people that want to buy the like. There's people that want to buy vinyl because there's right. some sort of. It's not as big as it once was, but there are. They people still make like it vinyl. because there is a yeah. culture of people yeah. that find a value within it. And well, you know, I, I, it's I, not the future. I think, know? I, I, <laughs> like it's not, but it, it exists. It's sure, a thing sure. that it happens, think, and I think the, it just changes. It, it, it's just changing because. It, it was very stuck in a rut. The, the heart, way. the heart of of what Miller was saying, Miller, Miller, yeah. um, is that he doesn't want local. Comics. Please, sell, please sell my comics in your comic <laughs> shop. I want to be your friend because yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> that's, I think good that's, comic that's, shop, that's a, well, good he, comic shops are like record stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good exactly. ones stick around. Yeah. He does. You know? He yeah. doesn't want the local comic shop to go away because he is a very, very, you know. Um, Unabashedly hey, well, a fanboy. He I, loves. He well, loves, not, yeah, and I think know, a fanboy, and that it's it's a it's. I mean, the store. It's it's an event. The we're, store we, is an event, and it's and, and buying something yeah. online is not an event. Yeah. It's just like hey, a, we're, a, a we're not we're not recording this in my kitchen. All right, yeah. we're recording this in a local comic Around shop. Around comics is a, an event. Every week, I look forward to going to the comic store. Mm-hmm. It's an event in my life sure. to get comics, but I don't only buy comics. I talk to the people who run the store and the other people who are in the store at the time. I have That's an idea. Part of the experience. That's a good story, and uh, it's fun. And I forgot this when I, but it, when I originally read about Mark Miller. And his Miller. comments on it. I, I, I was thinking about um, another industry, uh, video games. Mm-hmm. Um, video game industry has just 
grown incredibly. It's and gotten it, and to it's the point changing where, big time. Yeah, it, it, but it's it, I mean it's to the point now where it's overtaking film as the biggest money generator mm-hmm. in entertainment. Yeah, um, like uh, the game uh, Call of Duty. Uh, Modern Warfare, Modern Modern Warfare, Warfare 3. Yeah. The game that wants you to think yeah. it's the greatest game ever made. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter whether it's the greatest game or you think it is or not. It, the, the point of it is is that it's generated more money than any film really? in five days than any film in the history. Is it really? Yes. $500 million. Holy. $500 million in, a, in, fi- in like five days. Wow. $500 million. Wow. That's like that's insane, like dark, dark night crazy. Numbers. No, it's, yeah. it blows. Yeah, I mean, no, it's, yeah. it's insane. White, white total, white total. Insane. But yeah. if you look at the game industry and the the amount of revenue that that video games make, uh, it's it's crazy. And so to look at comics and go, well, we should be more like film. No, we should be more like video games. Yeah, yeah. Video games put out. One product for sixty dollars every couple of years, and they sell millions and millions and millions and millions of copies over two or three year period. So yeah. how can we be more like that in the comic comic well, book industry? Can well, you know how do we how do we create something that people want and that is more you know for sixty bucks if I buy it the day it comes out it's sixty bucks for a brand new game and I'll play the damn thing for the next year or two years depending on the game. A comic book is $3, and I'll read it in 20 minutes and never look at it again. So how do we change that? How do we change the value of a comic book? Well, that, and it's what they've done in Europe is with the graphic albums. Yeah. To some degree, right. absolutely, yeah. You get a bigger chunk. You it, get a more Bigger chunk, something that's more right. valuable. It comes Something out, that lasts longer. Yeah. And it doesn't come out as fucking often. Often, yeah. so it's more valuable. Well, okay. So let, let me speak from a, a creator who's doing creator-owned things. Um, a lot of it comes down to companies expecting you to uh, anticipate a lot of making money off the back end kind of thing. And so there's, there's a lot of investment of your time that needs to come into uh, producing five or six issues of a series, hoping that it will sell well and hoping right. that it will have a back end. Uh, and that there really isn't that much money to be made off of it in general. So it's kind of a thing where they expect an artist or writer to spend this amount of time and you know as an artist and then cross your fingers right and then cross your fingers you have to spend money that you have saved up and you have to develop the entire thing and then even when things are not released as a single graphic novel they need to you know and are released uh monthly you still need to build up quite a bit uh ahead of time to make sure that you're releasing on schedule and so a lot of it comes down to you have to live off basically no money for a while and gamble that you're going to make your money back. Right. And that's that's not at all what video, video games... Well, hey, your other option is go get a job, well, sure. 9 to 5. Yeah, and, or, or and, go work and, for video games yeah. or for movies. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like you can't... Uh, you're gambling on having a life where you get to do what you love to do sure. as a career. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that's the thing that I think a lot of uh, – if you talk to older creators, that's what they did. I mean, that, you spent 10 years making no money, and then you made a name for yourself. And right. hopefully, if you're lucky, you were able to then be successful. And 
now it seems like, and not just in the comic book industry, but in every industry, it seems like people just want to be handed that, yeah. and they expect it. And it's like, well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't exist that way. Maybe you don't have the ability to do it. Maybe you don't have the work. Maybe you don't have the talent. That's the gamble. You want to you live the rest of your life work, working in an industry that you love. You want to spend the rest of your life doing something you love to do and get paid well to do it. Guess what? That's a luxury. That's not something you're owed. That's not something anyone. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, my my, my example my example is uh, out of college. I had a friend who started working for a very small company called Harmonix in in Boston, Massachusetts, and he started working there. And they're producing games for the iToy. weren't really anything interesting, but he was making a living wage, and he was fine. Um, and then they had an idea for a game called Guitar Hero. <laughs> and he started working on Guitar Hero from the ground up. And even still, when he was working, I mean, he still works there. He still works at Harmonix. He worked on Guitar Hero 1 and 2. He worked on Rock Band 1 and 2. Uh, he still was putting food on, food on the table, even when he was working on a very small, small scale for this company. Mm-hmm. And in comics, when you're working as a creator-owned kind of thing, there, there is no money. But in video games, there's so much money thrown around. So Modern Warfare 3, people work on that. Uh, you know, everybody's getting paid very well just working on that. Right. On that. There's no Well, yeah, risk. but they built to there's that. There's no yeah. risk. But they built them. up even to that. It's not... it's not Modern not... Warfare 1, there's no risk. Well, but, yeah, but, but, but that company that working... company started somewhere. They right. didn't start well, out they, of the gate. They you know. started a very small But that's company, what I'm saying. Sure. How do we get comics to the point where... That's possible. How, well, you know, you, you going doing the same. Bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. No, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's they, like, how they, do you how do you get gener- it outside they have of? Have to generate money, like like you know, not like Modern Warfare War Three, but but they have to generate more money. Thus, they can uh, realistically invest more money in the talent up front, Absolutely. so that then they can actually produce something and better. Um, and 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 something like Modern Warfare Three takes you know hundreds of people to work on it, and you know they. They developed over many, many years, whereas a comic, you know, is like three or four people de- developing it over. A Who month. knows, you know? Yeah, well, but that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. We need to novel for a year, maybe. I, don't know. I think we have to look at it and change the way that comics are delivered, that they're developed, the way that we, you know, what I mean. Like that's that's my whole point. I think it's like, very sure. funny, especially in light of. Um, we discussed putting more money into comics to think of all the stuff with how. Uh, Disney's been kind of making Marvel cut yeah. costs, which yeah. is funny because you would think of if anyone had the resources to kind of be like, well, you know, if we put more money into it, we can kind of invest in these things and maybe make – because it almost comes down to a point where there's got to be one – someone with money has to come forward at some point and take a gamble with their money and be like, we'll pay these – we'll pay you to do this very different thing and everyone sort of takes a gamble on how it goes because there needs to be some original like outlay of of cash to it but it seems like for whatever reason comics as a business the model is so <laughs> well that's what I mean but, we, so but, you, but you have yeah. like prominent you know writers yeah, that are going so, well we should just keep doing what we're doing and very, not change things any and we should you know look at industries ingrained. that are dying instead of looking at industries industries that are growing comics are f- are a funny business. <laughs> they, are, they are. It is a weird. It's like everything with comics is this weird, like system that if I explain to my wife 
I tried to explain to my wife once the direct market. Why? And she was just like, <laughs> it's like explaining the infield fly rule. Yeah. I was, I was explaining television. to her about some, like, some book was getting canceled or something. And I was like, well, you know, you have to order it ahead of time. And she's like, so you have to order it ahead of time without like ever seeing it. Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah you order it. You have to order it ahead of time before you've ever <laughs> seen it. That's fucking crazy. And, <laughs> and sometimes it comes out late. And sometimes it doesn't finish, but you don't order ahead because you want to see it. And if you don't order ahead, then a trade won't come out that you can buy. But you already own the issues, and it's like and she's just like, what? she's like, what, what is this? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like that's how it's you like fucking it. translate that to TV for a second. Uh, well, no, I mean it's just you all know? very strange. Like sell out. Like I, then I was trying to explain to her, like, oh, you know, you get all these press releases. So and so sold out. It just means like. Everyone picked up their copies that they pre-ordered. Everything you know, shipped. Like, everything yeah. shipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like why? Because they don't make more than what people ask for ahead of time. You know? It's just fucking like vaudeville <laughs> work better yeah. than this. When you sit, yeah. When you sit, when you sit with someone who doesn't know any of it, and you try and explain yeah. like the economics of it to the like, really? That's I, how it works. I appreciate like, it because I didn't know how any of it worked. You just told it to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but when you try and explain, explain it to someone. And they're just like, really? That's how that works? I'm just like, yeah. I, yeah. Why? Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody likes it. But we all like <laughs> continue to do it. Well, we, we, and just we, for the record, Mark uh-huh. Millar is short and a ginger. In case we didn't piss him off enough, or I didn't piss there, him off. Oh, I think you did a pretty I good job. I guess you're never working with him ever. Oh, well. When it's I over. think, when I think about the oh, drug well. market, I just look at... I think of the face on the cover of this commandy book. His eyes are, are like four inches just apart. Very, yeah, just yeah. like a very intense commandy stare well, into like... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I guess speaking about uh, post-apocalyptic... Yeah. Um, the direct, oh. did the direct market <laughs> issue of Commandy is amazing. Like, is the, no, no, the direct market is like the living dead. It's yeah. it's the zombies <laughs> of the apocalypse only, that only will not die. Is it is it Commandy issue number nine where he goes to the diamond warehouse? Don't spoil too much. Don't spoil too much for me. I just purchased the Commandy. Here's the thing so. about Commandy. Yeah, and he takes thirty percent. I own a bunch of. <laughs> I own a bunch of like individual Commandy issues that are spread out. But I bought the Omnibus because I I, I love Commandy. I think it's I've great. never read Commandy. Ever. Awesome. Ever. And it's, yeah, that's awesome. The thing that impresses me the most is, oftentimes you will hear the criticism of Kirby's work at DC. Is they're like, oh, Kirby wasn't good at dialogue or. And I think that is interpreted to mean, like, he was not a good writer. Right. Like, right, right. because we have a very close association with dialogue and writing, as if those are always two interchangeable things that mm-hmm. are always, like, always going I, to be linked I, are together. Are you saying they're not? I'm, what I'm going to say is... Okay, I'm waiting. There's something that Kirby... <laughs> though the dialogue isn't good, the thing that Kirby does writing-wise, like, storytelling-wise, like, story-generating-wise... That's great in Commandy is that there is very 
characters that you think are really evil or really bad turn out not to be bad. Oh, you're spoiling it be, for me. Or oh, turn man. out to be multifaceted using okay. what I well, would say that's, is not, yeah. uh, not sophisticated. It's not black and white? Yeah, it's not black and white. There are shades of gray. There are no. shades of gray. I like that. There, there is flat color on the There's flat color on it, but not, <laughs> but not on the characters. And because I think in modern times we're very – modern comics were very into dialogue. Like if there's right. a lot of discussion of like, well, is the dialogue – how does the dialogue sound? And then, then that is important when you do a certain Is it realistic? Yeah. Is that how the characters should – You can have characters What's talk realistically like? yeah. that aren't talking yeah. about anything and – then that's not really. Hawkeye would never say that. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. But uh, uh, he'd never say it out like this. A, a guy in a purple suit with a bow and arrow would never ever say would that. Would never ever say that. But it's, I like the accent. Mm, it's perfect. But the, the really the part that impresses me is that yes, Kirby is not <laughs> perfect. Not writing a bit of dialogue or any captions in any way is. Natu- would flow naturally this from is anyone's not mouth, and it yeah. creates, but it does create its own atmosphere. And the characters do have. Well, I think like, you could complex, say that about his art too. Yeah, it, like it's his very art complex. wasn't yeah. uh, natural. It wasn't, you know, it was. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean. Like, he would have a, a punch coming towards the camera, and it would look like a, a, a sofa cushion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Very, it's, it's awesome. It's very like it creates its own atmosphere within it, and like. He manages to get all sorts of depth into these very simple characters, and not necessarily doing it through like long soliloquies where someone's giving like a very long. Now I'm really excited to read this. Like the things they do, and he does it. And there's tons of action because that's what he does. But he still fits in a thousand crazy ideas. Like in you know, like one issue, a war is solved by like pulling a slot machine arm you know like just this crazy idea right, right, right. that is like the lost, put in there that, for two pages idea. we're not gonna we're not gonna idea. we're not gonna dwell on it we're not gonna no. yeah we're just, just yeah, i'm there, just gonna throw it in there like, and i don't know like when the next time i hear someone be like oh you know well kirby wasn't you know a great writer i'd be like well was well, I think you often a hear different yeah. way. Well, he's you know? a great. He he he's he, he, not comes, a great he has great ideas. Yeah, but he's not a great writer. He has great, you know, not a great scripter. Sure, I don't know. I would say Commandy is, but, is yeah. better than. I would say I haven't read it, so I don't writing why uh, the New Gods would really be one where at times the things people say is, can be confusing in comparison. I think Commandy <laughs> is much more straightforward, more focused, more, yeah. Focused, yeah. more in and of itself well, its yeah, own yeah. story. I, was was Commandy after or before? Uh, during and then lasted during, longer lasted than longer. yeah it's well maybe it's an artist sort of realizing what he can yeah. and can't do and and going with it. Well, yeah, well, the, the thing is that commandy was one title it was commandy where the fourth world stuff was what four yeah, it was different, all these different yeah, stories was, right, right, right it was jimmy olsen and it was it, it was the forever people it was a, it was a lot of different titles so this is a lot more but and it's one story i'm very it's just very impressive to read them all in a row and it's like oh it's this huge it's an epic story the end of the first issue has a map Showing where everything, which I always love, is it showing that he thought, they thought ahead maps of awesome. everything that's in it. And you see everything that happens in the map as he slowly goes through love it. Maps. And it's very simple in one hand, where it's very like straightforward 
action adventure story, like post-apocalyptic with like animals that talk. But on the other hand, characters do complex things, and they're not all what you think they are when you first see them. And it's just really impressive. Like to There's a guy named it. Ben Boxer. All right. Ooh, is he name. a boxer? Who has a cyclotronic heart. Yeah, and that just is yep. like tossed in. Like there's all this stuff that's just sort of like thrown in and woven around, but the story is really good and it's really mm-hmm. focused. And it's like that's I really used to work. Good. I used to work with this guy that uh, – his name was Ben Boxer. No, no, no. Oh. His name was Todd. But he uh, he was a guy that was sort of like a million he ideas. half tiger, half man. Mm. No, no. <laughs> I know this, Todd. Sorry. Don't Todd. No, Todd was a was a great source of ideas. He had no follow through. Yeah, like he could not. He, I, you, you just needed someone to follow him around, pick up the scraps of paper that he would throw on the ground because he just had idea after idea, and follow through and on focus. those ideas yeah. and focus those uh-huh. ideas. And I used to call him Captain Tangent because it was, it was just a conversation with him was all over the place. And that's like. Like Kirby is just like this idea machine, yeah. like factory, and yeah. It's just but you like, know what's funny in reading this? In reading the characters that I said were very complex, I always think about my favorite Kirby Marvel character, which is the the Thing, and I always think about how so much of the Thing is like this character that you should be very hard to generate emotion from. You would think it would be a hard character necessarily artistically to get a lot of like facial like oh, expression or anything. but he always still managed to he was the, he was the, the heart and soul he yeah was the, he like, was the guy that you got it across artistically yeah, that realize. he was a, a <laughs> he <just> complex <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like the way he's framed or what right, he's doing right, right. like there was always a way to get this that man, emotion this across monster. in the story even if it wasn't well, necessarily sure it was- like a completely nuanced like great facial like sculpture yeah. my fa- it, you know what my favorite Kirby character is um so many uh um mr uh mr miracle yeah mr miracle mr miracle is awesome fucking love mr miracle it's a great idea it's great idea great costume i I just absolutely and it's just one of those characters like you could just that alone like the creation of that character alone is unbelievable like i'll never create anything that good and that that was just like Scott one. and his, you know and, what I mean like and, and one his, little toss his, off his fucking character. Scott Free. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and like he's fucking awesome. Like yeah. Mr. Miracle is great design, unbelievable. Great Everything idea. about him, yeah. and it's just like ah, uh, he's just like in the beginning, he's, he's just characters. sort of like he's one of these hundred characters right. that just made right. up to do like. That's the greatness of Kirby, and 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 yet when I was younger, I never appreciated it as much as I do now. Just well, like. We Unbelievable! Talk, we talked about it um, uh, uh, on the Thor, uh, the Thor animated stuff that came out. The, what the oh, the designs, the, 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 yeah, the Hulk, they, the yeah, Hulk, yeah. Uh, Hulk versus Wolverine and Hulk versus Thor. And, and the the Hulk versus Thor was all the Asgardian story. And it's like everything that Kirby did translates to, to animation. To animation so well, it's born for animation. Yeah. And and that was a lot of his his artwork. It was like this. This captured animation. Everything was everything was just wanting to leap out of the page, and in animation, it's able to do that. It's uh, I I have developed such an appreciation for Kirby over the last few years that I didn't have growing up because I think we uh, uh, and I'm talking generally about you know our age group kind of grew up in that Frank Miller right, know, right, modern right. the Alan Moore modern era of comics that had kind of passed passed Kirby up. You know, visually and, and a change. Well, I highly recommend the Commandy oh. Omnibus as a gift. Well, I, I, I think it's, it's really a fun. Good. I purchased it's, it tonight. Yeah. 
I think are you'll. Are, I we, think, are we doing gift recommendations? Oh, gift recommendations for ourselves. Oh, well, okay. I, don't buy it for me. I already have it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when the second did, one's coming um, out. Uh, did you like Planet of the Apes, the original um, movie? Uh, Charlton Heston movie? Ah. Uh, uh, I'm not a crazy lover of it. I I like it. I'm not a I'm not a huge Planet of the Apes fan. You, no, you just no. you just kind of feel that that this that this series was kind of DC's answer. It's like, hey, this uh, post-apocalyptic world thing is uh, right, getting right, right, some right, traction. Right. Hey, uh, it's at the same time, 60... I bet it's 1972. When was Planet of the Apes? Like 68? No. 68, I think. Was it 68? Yeah, yeah, so it's about yeah, roughly the same time. It's uh, the new Planet of the Apes. I really liked. I haven't the, seen uh, that yet. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Just look at that page. Look at yeah, that page. Yeah, that's no. It's like a bunch of gorillas fighting. I honestly tigers on horses <laughs> with like awesome. laser cannons, knives. <laughs> this dude's swinging a gun. Yeah. The whole the There's whole so much <laughs> shit to see there. It's like that 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 is totally. This dude has some kind of hammer, yeah. and like yeah. three pronged, yeah. fucking war. The whole don't, don't make that gesture, please. Sorry. The, the whole Las Vegas. <laughs> Uh, yeah. scenes in here there there's a scene where commandy is like in in these underground caves and that's pretty gets crazy. thrown through a wall and, and then, then there's commandy he's yeah. like way in the back yeah. Yeah. like in a tiny little holy fuck it's so well, it's so, right, awesome. so so i i totally i totally relate to jack kirby and 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 no. not not in that I'm anything really like him skill wise. Oh, but, there's there's a there's a lot of but, a lot of Kirby. In but but work, but yeah. I I honestly I operate when I make comics. I have no ability to write. I don't know anything about dialogue or the English language in general. Uh, but, Viscerally. But, but yeah, but but I have ideas, and yeah. I feel like that's what comes through with Kirby's work, and that's that's why I I. It wasn't tend, like the slickest I, presentation. Right. But it was I, like I very... tend to want to work with writers who will help me figure things out. Which is like, I have ideas of a guy who does this and does that. But I don't know what that guy says to that person and that, right, you know, right, whatever, right, right. that kind of thing. And that, that stuff really, really appeals to me. It's just something that, like, that's how I work. And I totally understand it as... as I'm a visual person and I'm a story, storyteller, but I'm certainly not a writer. Well, there. I mean, there. There is a um, a very apparent um, edge, and and you can see dissatisfaction to what had come before. Uh, whenever you whenever you read Commandy, because right on the first pages of every issue, it says, you know, "Fuck you." No, <laughs> it says, fuck, "It says fuck you, Stan." Yeah. No, forget what you read before. Uh, no, it, it's it's written, drawn, edited. By right, Jack right, right, Kirby. Right. I mean, it's like this is this is my creation. I I'm writing it. I'm drawing it. I'm I'm editing it. And well, this other guy is gonna. All is right, gonna let's not. Do, uh, well, no, but I mean, the, don't the, go the, Vince on me. No, here. I'm not. No, I'm not. I, no, I'm not. I'm not going Vince. But you don't have to build up Kirby by tearing down someone else. And I'm not tearing down Stan. <laughs> but I think that that is is something about his DC work that is different than his Marvel work. Is that you know it is it is pretty pure jack and that's not always the best thing but yeah, it, well, it is you know. you know it is his unfettered ideas which is by the way i love exciting. the paper in it too oh the paper's awesome yeah it doesn't yeah. smell bad at all it's like, like <laughs> other books it's not the glossy paper like it looks it's it's it's, it's a really high quality newsprint yeah it's, i like it a lot fantastic. it's a great yeah. it's a great collection i love, I love these so much more than the archives 
like this yeah. style. Yeah. Like, because the archives felt like something that you shouldn't read. Yeah. They felt like something right, that you right. get in, like, yeah. oh, an archive. on the shelf, yeah. and, like, Ooh, you la, never la, open yeah, the archive. Yeah, yeah. I like these because the inside feel like comics, and I like these better than the Marvel, the big Marvel omnibus, because you can actually sit down and read these. Omnibus. Yeah. 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 Those those might actually, like, fall yeah. on Like, the floor yeah. one yeah. is, yeah. like... Yeah. That, yeah, that, that's why I haven't read The Holy Terror yet, because it feels too precious for me to open <laughs> and read. Uh, it's too it's precious. too precious of an read, item. Read the Amazing Spider-Man omnibus, but you need to have a spotter there with you. The floor one is, like... Crush you. Under that is something like that, the Frank Miller Daredevil <laughs> one. It, you need to have yeah. someone there. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. such a help you read it? Isn't that such a fucking comic book industry thing where someone's like, you know what we should do? We should put a book together that's so no, no. fucking thick no. that this no reasonable what... person would sit and <laughs> could sit and read this book without a special position, or they have to lay it out. Well, like, that's yeah. what I feel like the DC history like, of yeah, DC. Yeah. Book. It's oh, like yeah. oh. Well, oh, we're yeah. just gonna come up with the biggest fucking book it's ever printed. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll change. I love it though, but it is no, it's awesome. <laughs> Have you? Did you see that news story about the DC Fifty Two? Oh and yeah, yeah, book, yeah, gigantic. One book, yeah, it's all huge. number ones, all fifty-two number ones, and one hardcover. It's insane. That is the that most is comic book. <laughs> this is how you read. Uh, ridiculous. A Marvel. You can't read that. I have the Walt Simonson Thor. It, oh, that is awesome. like a, no, no, it's, that's like it's, criminally but large. That is. Oh, I so just beautiful. prop it up on my cock because I have a giant <laughs> heart on the entire time. <laughs> but you know, it's such a comic if book only, thing. If only you had three penises that was spread out and hold the right and left side. It, it, it's it's just, like yeah. it's yeah. such a comic book <laughs> thing, though. For like the last thing they consider is probably ease of read. Oh, like they were probably yeah. like people want to read the Simonson Thor. We put it all in one book. We can charge. Can people nine hundred dollars? How the many? Who we, cares? When Nobody the reads this shit. Wor- Nobody reads when comics. When are we ever worried about what, if they can read it? <laughs> how many? How many pages can we get? A thousand twenty-eight. I mean, yes, I do. It's like, it's like a frat boy is fucking putting this shit together. It's fucking awesome, right? Giant, like it's fucking awesome. I, I have to say the same mindset went into the uh, the big damn hard boiled that I have sitting underneath my coffee table. It's just that, huge. That, that, that is that is. I don't. I don't. I don't know what that book is. It's so oversized. <laughs> It's oversized for oversized. <laughs> and it is sitting on my coffee table just like getting kicked by people, getting, you know, dog-eared edges. Nameless. Like, there, oh. There's nowhere to hide that book. First thing I, I, I talked with uh, Patrick about tonight is like, you're, you're ordering the Wally Wood Artist Edition for me, right? And he's like, yeah. And, and I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, I got nowhere I I've, I, no idea. I built shelves. No idea. Where just for my artist really editions. I really, so yeah, shelves. I built Shelves in my basement. Comic book industry. The, the only <laughs> they're just coming up with formats that no reasonable we make person. Our fans book shelves. <laughs> our fans and it's a wonder the... why the industry is fucking struggling, <laughs> right? Like, why is it that so we're, we're all yeah. we're all shitting our pants yeah, to buy no, books no, no. that we could yeah. not read anywhere yeah, but yeah. like at home? Yeah, the the, the, digi- the digital version is we're gonna have files so huge we need to build new computers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it is. You're gonna such, get every Batman. Yeah. Book it is ever st- printed yeah. in one PDF. every every page. It's twelve hundred DPI. It's one twelve hundred. Is there any way I can get this Simonson Omnibus broken up? Why yeah. would you want to break it up? Why don't you want a one thousand page <laughs> giant <laughs> book? What's <laughs> wrong with you? What the fuck? I don't. I just. I want to. I want to read but it on the train. Fuck you. You. Read but it's it on, awesome. You read it way. at home, Tom. It's <laughs> you, awesome. You rip it. You rip it in one fifth sections, <laughs> and then you read that section on. The you train. go home and don't you lay down. Such a pussy. Yeah. You it's fucking down. awesome this you way. You put that They're on a lecture. Comics are not fucking for awesome. 
where people are like, I have a lectern for. I'm like, man, comics are so fucked up. People have like special. Have, like it just can't. Like just a book, just a book that you read. Like I, have, I could put in my. I can no, put this I have in my a podium. Bag. I have a podium. He has a podium. He reads his comics. Uh, do you really? I have a, a podium. Just <laughs> but it would be cool, not, right? It would be awesome if I, mean, I did, right? No, it's like, no. Honestly, it's like I, he's talked about this before. He has a special desk that has a swing away like arm, arm table that he can like. It's like you know, like Aliens, the second Aliens movie with the, smart the fucking Puerto Rican yeah. chick that yeah, like yeah, pulls the, the gun, gun over. Yeah, yeah I have that for guess, comics. Yeah. I wish I have just like a big again, bionic arm. I wheel in front of myself. Once again, and, and I, every page you read flies out like a shell. Yeah. Of, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Of, 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 to use my wife as an example, to see my <laughs> wife's face when I got the Fantastic Four am, omnibus number one, which isn't even the biggest omnibus. Where she was just like, yeah. Yeah. What, "Are you an idiot? Lightweight, <laughs> like <laughs> psycho. Like where the fuck are you going to read that? How do you? I will just read it at home on the couch, sitting like this. Like this is the only way I can. Read I need it. a harness. Like, uh, like, I strap it in talk, like a talk fucking. To me in six months was I when I bring when I build some sort of contraption to help me read it. I strap it in like I'm a deep sea fisherman yeah. and read it in front of me. It's like it's, a, it, it does. It, it says something so fundamentally weird that our most cherished editions are the most impossible fucking things. Like we just well, it's. It's either it's either you read it in incredibly enormous form, or you read it with kid gloves <laughs> yeah, underneath like, underneath glass with a magnifying glass. Like, the only way to appreciate this book is to get it in a format which is inconvenient for you. Yeah, <laughs> like like listen, it, this is easier for us to do it this way. They, like, like, they want you to expend effort to read it. <laughs> Definitely, sweat, baby. Just my color. Just my kind. Gonna help me so. Next to me. Heart's on fire. Get no sleep. Drive all night. So, Sal. Yeah. What are you gonna read? Um. Nothing. Nothing, nothing no, good. No. no I, uh. Whatever we're in. Um. Daredevil's still good? Daredevil's fantastic. Damn straight. Da- Daredevil's. Absolutely, I need to, I need to get caught up. No, it's really it, 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 they've taken a completely. I'm waiting for the collected approach. edition. I am actually at this point. I'm just uh, like. I mean, uh, I. If you go back on this podcast, I have mentioned many a time. This is a great place to jump on a Daredevil. Daredevil is the one comic book that you've kind of always stuck. I've always yeah. it's it's been my book. Like if there's you know as much as I love Captain America, Batman, you know. Daredevil, for whatever reason, yep, I'm the same place. Always same been place. there. Always been yep. there with Daredevil, and I've I've said over and over again, hey, this is great. Every time there's a new creative uh, crew on Daredevil, hey, this is great. I jump on now, jump on here. come on, get it. But honestly, this is um, a great time to jump. This on. is a great time to jump. I would say uh, right now, this book is is different as it has been since before Frank Miller took over. Uh, That's going back a ways. long time ago. Yeah. Um, That's going back a ways. Th- this is not a grim and gritty. This is not a dark. This is not. This is a fun, um, uh, exciting sort of devil may care. Uh, if Cary Grant was Daredevil, you know, like that's the. the this is how, who this character is now. He's 
he is uh, he's the uh, the man without fear in a lot of different ways, um, but that. It's just a totally different the, feel. The weight's been taken yeah, off. Was it a welcome yeah. change? Yeah. Do you feel it was. It was. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's refreshing. It really refreshing. is. Yeah, because it's been so long of just He's been like ground down. I mean, to nothing. Yeah. Frank so Miller. I mean, he started the process of like, let's pile on Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much he can take. Let's break him and then rebuild him. That you know, and that has sort of been what every writer has done since then. Yeah, and 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 to be fair, and we've talked about Frank in not the best light, you know, earlier. Um, <laughs> what? As Frank Miller's Daredevil run is one of the. I mean, oh, it was revolutionary. Fantastic. He took a he Which took one a, of the greatest uh, runs of all time. D level character and turned him into you know changed the industry. Yeah, absolutely, changed the industry. No question. Yeah. Uh, he made Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil probably would not be around if it wasn't for I'm Frank not the Miller. biggest Daredevil fan, and I like Frank Miller's Daredevil stuff. It's amazing. It's very good. It's amazing. Well, but this Daredevil is, um, it, it, it's just a completely different uh, take on it, and it's refreshing. It's, more, it, it's uh, very much um, Silver Age-ish. Who's the, uh, yeah. it's the, fun. the swashbuckler, um, Errol Flynn? Errol Flynn. It's yeah, yeah Errol absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, just, uh, it just took all the seriousness, not all the seriousness, but the, the over... Um, it was almost <laughs> comically depressing. Yeah, was how it yeah. was. It was almost. Yeah. It got to the point where it was almost like, really, like, really, how like, much? How, how, really like, much? You know, was, how yeah. many girlfriends can you kill? <laughs> right, like, how many in front of them? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so you can, just drove your uh, blind but, wife. But, up. but the, it gets, it gets but the be beautiful, in the it beautiful thing yeah. is, is that Wade, Mark Wade, who is writing it now, didn't discount any of that stuff. No, he, he looked at it and he said, okay, well, what would that ultimately do to someone? How would that, you know, how can I, how can I change this character to be lighter and more uh, just friendlier, but not discount what happened before? And he said, at some point, you're just going to go, fuck it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like any human being. If it being, doesn't kill like, you, it makes yeah. you, you know, strong. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck, the, I, that's it. I'm done. Fuck. And he really uh, did sort of exemplify the man without fear. It's like. I, I, I've gone through the worst what could, shit what, that God yeah, can right, possibly right. pile on me. I have nothing left to lose. I have nothing left. It doesn't. Nothing else matters. Fuck it. I'm just going to be who I am, and that's he's free. Uh, that's really how I feel. Well, about it's, a, it's that also a good way now. to make you care again. It almost got to yeah. the point with Daredevil where so many bad things happened to him that it was hard to care anymore. Yeah, because it almost becomes like. Oh, okay. Well, okay. It, it's yeah, like it becomes yeah, distracting weird. from you. I become distanced from the character because you're just like, this is so ridiculous. I think it's it was hard a to brilliant, care. brilliant idea by Mark. And it lets it reset it so you could yeah. do bad things to yeah. him again. Like well, you could eventually, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, like, you could you could get to that point well, again. Okay. I, I just love that it's turned you into a big Mark Wade fan. And I have to admit, yeah. Never really a big Mark Wade fad before. I've always well, all right, all right. So so okay. Here here is a reason. Here's a reason to really care, which I think is very interesting. And 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 I know Paulo, and I and I like I know he wouldn't mind me me talking about this. And I think it's very very interesting. Remember, he it's, saved your life. Don't tell yeah, me that he's blind. Yeah. yeah well, well, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the interesting thing about Paulo is that. Uh, his work on Daredevil is inked by his father. Yeah. By his oh, dad. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his father is a person who lives in uh, in Florida and has spent most of his life airbrushing palm trees and motorcycles. He does airbrushing. 
kind of stuff. And Paulo, uh, fr- from what Paulo told me, he went home for a month and taught his father how to ink. Jesus. And taught his father how... I mean, his father's a very good artist. I really hate this guy. But I like, really like... But, but, but taught him how to ink his work. And so... And it's fantastic. He does an amazing job inking the work. And so it, it saves time for Polo. And so Polo can pencil and his father can ink. And like the whole experience is just like... It's, it's perfect. The art is amazing. It's the best work of Paul's career. Yeah. And his father is inking it. That's sick. And, 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 and Mark awesome. Wade is writing amazing stories. And it's just like, it's fantastic. And then Marcus Martin is doing an amazing job doing the fill-in story arc. Yeah. So Paulo and his father can, can you know, build up. Concentrate on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's something you don't see much of in comics. And, and anytime it's, you it's have amazing. Marcus it's Martin amazing. as your fill-in artist, you did something right. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's a good position. Where <laughs> yeah, it's totally amazing stuff. Everyone should be reading it. No, I I, I absolutely agree. And and I gotta uh, get caught up. It's I I'm I'm loving it. I, I love the fact that they made the decision to go the direction that they're going. I think they're doing an amazing job with it. Fantastic. I love it. Read it, please. They they have kind of gotten as deep as you could go. Yeah, I, yeah, at some point, let's just let's just you know have let's just stuff. have fun. Yeah, stories, yeah. You know, holy That's shit! What it is. And nothing That's against what it is. the right. You know, like I love Bendis. I love the Bendis. I love the Bendis Miller. Bendis. I love. You know what I mean? Like the Brubaker I nothing, stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of great stuff. In the Absolutely. First Andy Diggle, Diggle's, Andy Diggle's a really good writer. But nothing that, against any of those guys. That character had been through the meat grinder yeah. at that point. There wasn't yeah. much. It was to time. Work with. It was time. And 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 congratulations to Wade and whoever else was involved. Paulo and you know I don't want to discount artists or anyone else involved in it, but uh, congratulations mm-hmm. on making the decision. Because honestly, I think it's a brave choice to sit there and go look at something that's been relatively successful, you know, successful for a while, yeah. in a certain way, and then going, no, we're going to go completely opposite of that mm-hmm. right. and do something different. Yeah. That's brave. That's, well, you, you know, know every, and, everyone's been trying to be Frank Miller for you know. Well, Bendis had now. said it, it a long it was time a love ago. Love letter, love yeah. letter. You know, it's really hard not to write a love letter to Frank when you're doing. Yeah, Hello, but you know, I I loved Bendis's Daredevil. Oh, I, sure, I it was so much fun, and and uh, you know, I just I don't know when Brubaker started. Like the prison was sequence great. was, was great. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very. You know, it just it just needed something different. You know. Yep. And 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 this is perfect. It's yeah. perfect for the character. It's the right time for it. It's I, just yeah. it just works, and and if you're not reading it, it, it deserves a wide audience. It's it's a brave choice on it, and it's just fun. Uh, yeah, it's just it's fun. It's just if good you, comic if you've never books. read Daredevil before, it's fine. It's just fun. Yeah. Just I would say it's comic. a perfect time to jump in. Just hey, yeah, and I've yeah. said it before, but I, <laughs> I read. Up on I a, really fucking mean it. I caught up on the Flash. Oh, I like yeah, it. fantastic. Oh, good. I do like the Manipal stuff. Yeah. yeah. I do like the Manipal. Perfect I, artist for that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's really good to have the writer be the artist in this case because he spends a lot of time doing interesting looking stuff with the Flash, which See, should really be. This isn't fair. Sal's got a Daredevil that he loves. You have a Flash you're happy with. It's Where, totally. Where's my fucking Alien Legion comic? Listen, <laughs> Alien Legion. It's a, it's a Flash comic, you know. Like, and I, How about I Doctor Who? You got a Doctor Who? You're gonna. Eh, eh, not so good. Uh, you, uh, you know, I have another one too. But go ahead, Tom. Keep going. But I, I, I think it's just refreshing 
in this case to have the artist be the writer as well and sort of directing it because the author he spends he puts things in it to sort of build up the how cool the flash visually can look which I think was something that had been oh, sort of lacking. He is at times. made for drawing a flash. Yeah, I know it's great. He's, he's absolutely perfect for it. And he doesn't have sort of. Um, I don't think he has an over reverence for Barry Allen, which I think hampered the Jeff John stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I think sometimes when people really want to write a certain character and then they get to write it, it's a, sort of a curse disguised as a blessing. Right, like it can right. be like you said with Bendis sometimes. When you write love something, love letter, you write yeah, a love yeah, letter, yeah. and sometimes the love letters aren't that much fun to read because right. you're just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you really like them. So <laughs> I get it. You know? Remember, remember yeah, that like, time when the kingpin really fucked you yeah, up? Yeah, I mean, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think sometimes it's good to get somebody that maybe doesn't have that same, not that Francis Malpaul doesn't like The Flash, but doesn't have that same desire to write sort of a love letter to some vision. You mean like uh, Aquaman? Oh, I, I think. I think <laughs> <laughs> Francis just likes fast things and dynamism and yeah, and, and it just, looks cool. Just yeah. intensity and like he he loves that visual. The inertia yeah. he just loves it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's cool. And it you know to not every story has to be like. A, it has to be Frank Miller's Daredevil where it's like a dissection of like someone saying <laughs> right. sometimes you can just have a comic that just like looks really cool hey, and has a like bank a, robbery. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the, 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 I, I feel like the Flash especially was one of the fifty two comics that really presented itself the way I like I've I personally wanted it to be was a just like here, this is fun. Why don't you read this? Why don't you pick up this? It's a bright, Number colorful one. story. Why don't you read it? And then you're going to continue to read it because you're interested in what's happening. And, and, it's a bright, and colorful character. And I thought it being very, very successful. Talking about The Flash, there's a... Going back years and years, a uh, couple of years, Yeah, Darwin <laughs> Cook's... Uh, um, New Frontier. New Frontier. Okay. Years Tom, ago. it's a, yeah, yeah. a couple of years. Uh, right, three yeah, years yeah, ago? Four or five four years ago. Four or five years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still remember to this day, and every time I read that, because I've read, I, I read it all the time. I, one of my favorite books of all time. Yep. I always remember Tom talking about the the scene where Barry kisses Barry kisses yeah. Iris, uh, and and how much reverence Tom for, had for that. And I remember when I read it, I was just like, oh well, you know, it's kind of a cute thing, but I never really understood it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have the same feeling of that particular scene. Yeah. That you did. Until later, now that I've read more Flash, more Barry, and it's sort of come to understand that character more from your perspective and, and how much you love that character. Yeah, and, I and, do. It's and, my favorite character, yeah, obviously. And, <laughs> <laughs> Talked hours and hours, hours and hours and hours about and hours, and hours about it. And, and to make it, you know, long story short, but it, just the... Once again, just like congratulations to Darwin Cook for being able to distill that into one page, into yeah. one page, into yeah. one scene in every character in that book. Like he, you know, just going back. That's what, that's what he's gonna do with Watchmen too. <laughs> I hope you're down. right. I, I hope you are right. Distill yeah. it all down. The you scene, know, where, the scene where Rorschach kisses a night owl. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know, to get it. Because he did a really good job because he also did a great job of... You have to... He had the Flash doing 
fast things, and then also had the Flash doing things that were personally interesting, which Francis Manipal is also doing quite well. Yeah. And you've got to have both of them. You know, like sometimes I think people get really caught up in like writing a story where you never see the Flash or Daredevil or any of them do any superhero stuff. <laughs> you know? Or, like, or he does something <laughs> so, like... Molecular and just like kind of, it's not dynamic. Yeah, yeah, yeah just kind of like, guess what? The Flash was in you twelve seconds ago, and you didn't know it, and now you're dead. You know, <laughs> that's not very fun to look at. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like but sometimes, like you get very caught up in the story, and you're like, oh, I didn't have like Daredevil fight anybody, right? <laughs> no, it's absolutely, like, and it's absolutely. Like, I think it's it ha- like I think it's happened. I mean, it, we could look at a decade. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's and not that every comic prevalent. has to be a fight scene, but sometimes no, you no. get you get so caught up in it, you're like, wait a second, like the root of this. We're is trying something to do we're trying different. to do something, and it's it's taking away from what comics do really well. Mm-hmm. The v- you know, strength yeah, of it, yeah, the strongest yeah. part of it, is like the visual of this guy in a red suit doing something you running know, really very fast strong, right. if, whether it's a yeah. dark version of daredevil you know where it's very muted colors there's still a very powerful visual that comics provide that sometimes we like wander away from in trying to be movies or yeah. trying to be yeah. <laughs> you know like something yeah. no absolutely right, 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 right. Right. Yeah. well it's you know you know we can go back to commandy it's like you never for a second forget that what is happening is really fucking cool. You're never two panels away from a punch being thrown. <laughs> yes. Or like something being That's shot. That's a motto. Like you should, that should be a motto for uh, every. On my business card, you're always one well, panel you know, away from being a punch being That's thrown. Honestly, yeah, yeah. in, in Commandy, you're, you're never two pages away from a scene change. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. always, there's yeah. always a scene change. Someone's always getting punched. He's the gun's a, always getting shot. He's in a cave. On one panel, and literally the next hey, fucking panel, he's on listen downtown Las Vegas. And no, one <laughs> panel to the next. Nothing against like sort of slower, you know, like build up yeah. in comics oh. or films or like you know really sort of you know. <laughs> it happened. But guess That's what? Good. I'm, That's good. I I'm like getting that. older every single day. I'm gonna die soon. I don't have time for that shit. I don't have time for get slow, but get to it. You know what I love point. in the Commandy book, and this isn't a spoiler because it's such a minor point. Like at the beginning, his like grandfather gets killed in the first two pages. In a modern comic, that would be like an entire arc, oh, an epic. <laughs> <There's> like <laughs> but a, it's like an acknowledgement. Right, right. That's not Three what the story years. is about. Like this is something that moves you towards the actual story <laughs> that you want to tell. You know, so it's just like you don't dick around with like, oh my god, what is you know, like listen, the real story is he's about to get into a fight with, with a, a tiger, tiger with a with talking a tiger. And a knife. Yeah, there's going to be a war between tigers and uh, apes in Las Vegas. Oh, so let's move past fantastic. this. The grandfather yeah, is second. If you if you ever want to see the Perfect example of that. Read the uh, the uh, Batman Chronicles, the first volume, the the White like, Detective number twenty seven. It is the Batman origin in one fucking page. Well, that's all you need. Oh, yeah. If you do it right, that's all you fucking need. You know, you need to... I'm smart enough to figure that shit out. Uh, what the hell? Did it's I like read? the All Star Superman where he gives the origin like in three panels at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. like listen, is. you every my dad knows Superman's <laughs> origin. Listen, you don't need to explain that he's uh, an alien from another world haunt the todd mcfarland yeah. and robert Kirk. it was new creative team joe casey mm. and one of my favorite artists nathan fox 
just took it over issue number 19. I haven't read Haunt since the first issue. I have no idea. You know, like I, I, I read the first yeah. issue. I didn't read another one. I read this one because I really like Nathan Fox. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm smart enough to figure out what happened in between issue one and issue 19. You oh, don't, don't have know. to explain it to I me. I don't know. No, I, yeah. you know, hey. And that's, I think, the problem a lot of times. We, come, we don't appreciate the audience enough. We think we have to dump. I keep saying we. You fucking comic book creators. Uh, <laughs> what, we, did you, did we, you get a ring? Did you, you yeah, right, right, right. right. Well, you talking about the White Sox? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, uh, but it's like a thing with like when you aim. Uh, it's Low? All, well, it's aim, you aim towards. Low and wide? Toward a child. Yeah. You know, it's like where it all stems from. And the idea is that you didn't spend so much time on the origin because like the kid, the kid doesn't. The kid wants to get to Superman fighting uh, Titano, you know, the giant ape. Superman, he doesn't want to spend, like, saw, no, 12 pages. By, he by, by he, kid, you mean yeah. me Me, as well. yeah, I know. Me as he, well. he doesn't want to see Paul the kid have, in have all the hardest. But the part, yeah. the part that's the thing the comics do really well is, like, you get to that part. That's, like, can be, like, the meat of the story, you know, and you, you don't always have to spend all the time doing it. Yeah. You can sometimes, but you don't have to do it all I the agree. time. Yeah. And it's always very nice to have sort of a exciting... That, that, well, well, you know, as I said before, like, the, the story going to huge visual moments is me, you know, and I'm sure other other artists and writers, work, working towards visual moments because you don't know how to write. It's like, well, here's what I want to draw, and here's what I want to draw, and here's what I want to draw. I have a scene. And how, I have does an it, idea. how does it? Yeah. How does it yeah. progress between each scene? And that's, that's. Would you? Would you? Would you like to work in Marvel style? Probably yes. Yeah. And and I have worked in Marvel style. Have you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And and it's just kind of like. But with yourself, where yeah. you're like Ryan, go draw this. Oh my gosh. And you come back and it's like, well, Ryan, you, that looks you, good. If you want to, if you want to see my script pages. Uh-huh. My script pages are thumbnails of the action, and then a, a a piece of paper that is written one sentence of what happens on each page, and that's how I work. Okay, whatever works, man. You yeah. you work Marvel style with yourself. Just send I do. That, just send that stuff to me, and I'll write the dialogue, and then I'll send it back to you, and we'll be hey. good. Hey. Well, most of my dialogue is swear words. So. <laughs> All swear words. Uh, we have some voicemails, or not voicemails, we have some, uh, some emails. emails. I have a couple of emails. I'll really? Yeah, people yeah. have e- emailed the show? A couple of people Oh, my God. Me. This one I thought was particularly I haven't gotten these emails. Are they emailing you directly? Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, every email comes to me. Okay. I only share with you what I want. Oh, you to edit, share. You edit yes. the email? Yeah, yeah. I have censoring for I, your benefit. I don't know if I like that. Well, it doesn't well, matter. <laughs> All right, this is, uh, this is from uh, Rajiv... Kemlani. 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 He says, hey guys, don't know if you remember me. I'm Raj, that guy in China who was attempting to catch up on all your episodes. Yeah. Well, I did just in time for you to announce that the show was ending. (laughs) (laughs) Since then, the monthly format return has been welcome return to my ears. Welcome back to Chicago, Mr. Tom. Your Tom versus the Jello. It's J- Taters. 
Your Tom versus the JLA slash 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 Aquaman podcast has got me into the DCU, and now with the launch of the New 52 and my handy-dandy iPad, I'm enjoying reading several titles on a monthly basis. DC DC should really pay me. (laughs) For actual print, I get myself a trade of DMZ or Why the Last Man now every couple of months. I just wanted to say thank you again for getting me into comics beyond just the movies slash cartoons. And I'm looking forward to new episodes when you discuss curling, drinking, baseball, and maybe the odd comic too. Take care, Raj. So oh, I, I just thought that cool. was that's, cool. that's, nice. a, that's nice. a fucking cool email from a dude in China. Handy, my, handy. That, my, my, my curling is going well. I'm having a little little <laughs> oh, issue with no. my release right now. <laughs> the, the leg kick is a little strong, and I'm not hitting the broom <laughs> well, exactly yeah, how I'd yeah. like to. But you know, hopefully the second half of the season. That, that's, a sweeper, that's a sweeper's fault. Sweeper needs to take care of your your errors. Have you broken a broom over your knee yet? In frustration, <laughs> I, have, I, have not, I have not. But I had I had to change uh, broom heads. Uh, uh, Last week because it just wasn't getting the job to done. a finer bristle, uh, a more yeah, coarse yeah. bristle. Well, I'm, I'm actually using this very um, um, uh, apparently almost illegal Canadian blend. Oh, come on. Whoa, oh, yeah. whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> performance enhancing. It bristles. is kind of a performance enhan- uh, wow. enhancing. Uh, well, you know, you are a big uh, follower, fo- follower of uh, the Cardinals and Mark uh, McGuire. Yeah, the Mark well, McGuire. McGuire hey, and, oh, um, oh. Um, you know what? Uh, championships talk. Yeah, yeah, you know, it doesn't right. matter how you win. Losers right? walk. Chris is older than we think he is, just like Pujols. <laughs> 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 All right, do we have another email? I do have another one. This is from Brett Voler. Uh, he said, Hey guys, I recently picked up a giant sized Kramer's Ergot. Ooh, Ergot's Ergot. Seven, and it blew my mind. Have any of you read it, and can you comment on the unique format? I was really taken away by it. Really unique experience for the medium. Thanks, Brett. I have not read it. I, w- I wish I was in a Kramer's Ergo. I wish. That's all I can say. A wish. I wish. I have a wish and a prayer. It's, and, um, if anyone from Kramer's is listening out there, I want to be a part. Uh, I've, I've flipped through Oh, it. you want to be a part of it creatively. Like, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, do you, gotcha, what do you think I meant? Well, no, I thought you meant you wish you read it. <laughs> oh, I no, 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 no. <laughs> Like, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say you just get no, one. No, 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 because, because I'm, I'm ready to be in the next edition. Oh, gotcha, I'm just, gotcha. I'm gotcha. sitting here just saying, just by the phone, waiting. Waiting. Gotcha. Uh, I, I don't own one. I've, I've flipped through them. Uh, they're amazing. It's, it, I mean, the. The, the Kramer's are got that he's talking to. Or, or I think I have one. Out of goal. It's it's huge. It's it's books it, in big format. I know you think find room for me. It's not it's not a coffee table book. It is a coffee table. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it's I mean it's I mean you could put clever on it. Clever wordplay, like Mister Neesman. Um, but no, I mean yeah, they're they're. I'm writing they're, that down. <laughs> uh, taking note, taking note of that. No, I mean they're amazing. Um, I, I I would like to to get a hold of one, but uh, they're hard now to to find them. Wait, you'd like are to they? get a hold of a hard one? I'd like to get saying? a hold of a hard one. Wow. Uh, no, they're uh, interesting. I mean, they, they sell out. They, they don't they don't print a whole lot of them. So yeah, well, yeah. it's it's they, small press. Yeah, small and press and stuff. so they go out of print, and once they're yeah. gone, they're gone. But yeah, uh, right, right, right. yeah but that go, one. I mean, go to it was, SPX. It was and the, it was the first like ridiculously large book that I had seen, and that's kind of. Um, 
uh, what the little Nemo, big is, dick so like bucks. The, the that's big, coming huge, next. but so huge. It's gonna be giant. Yeah. So giant. Yeah. yeah. Ryan they're and I yeah, are neat. Yeah. Big dick comics. Um, oh yeah. We're working oh yeah. On <laughs> in, in progress. So big, big bang. Highly comics. censored. Uh, do we have Do we have any other any other? Emails? No. That's um, it. That's all you, I got. If you would like to email the show, you can certainly do so at uh, info at aroundcomics dot com. Send us an email. We may read it on the show. Yeah. Uh, or you Ryan, may especially if it's ergo or uh, big dick. Comics. Ryan could be anything. Do you have anything that's coming out soon? No, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm going to be in a new Kramer's Ergo. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, this is legally me. binding. This, uh, if we get this notarized, they Brian like Azzarello, uh, and you are working on uh, uh, Kramer's Ergo number eight. Uh, it's gonna, the entire thing is done by us. It's going to be awesome. Uh, no, I do. Uh, that would be kind of awesome. That would be really good, right? Brian Azzarello and Ryan Brown, and you know. It's too Kramer's much crazy. <laughs> too much crazy. Um, well, what I am working on God is God hates spacemen. What I am working, I know, man. His new Vertigo book is exactly it, what of, I want to be working yeah, on. It's, it's really good. Crazy good. If only I was better than Edouard Rizzo. Mm. If that guy is so nice. Hey, if I'm a really, f- I'm him. a really big fan of yours. Oh man, he's so good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's no, no, no. no, no. I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't at all suggesting I was no, better than yeah, him. He's pretty in amazing. Any awesome universe ever. I, 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 I own a someday. page. He's like only. he's like forty something years old. So yeah. someday you're like what? Yeah, and, he, and he's handsome. And he can grow a full goatee, yeah, which true. I cannot this do. So someday yeah, that's something. Is I, there I, is there a big rift in the artist community between those with goatees and those that goateeless are goateeless? Uh, yes. And it was just started right now. You <laughs> like, just suggested it, and it's going to happen. Oh, I could grow one if I wanted yeah. to. I choose not yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I work at home all day long. No one has to criticize my facial hair. And, uh, and I can grow whatever I want. But the goatee so, is yeah. kind of like, it takes some effort to make it just a goatee. So it's kind of well, like you got to shape it. Yeah, I mean, you got to you got to work. Of course, it takes a little work. So anyway, Ryan, what are you working on? What can people purchase? Well, I'm trying to grow some uh, a goatee. It's not working. It's not. It's not not turning out well on his balls. (laughs) Eh, don't know. I don't. Okay, he told me things you were working on artistically artistically. Oh, books. Not like not yourself. Uh, Not hair. Not body hair. Not not your ball hair. Well. Ah oh, man, this is gross. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> so I, I'm working. I'm working on a book for IDW called Smoke and Mirrors. Mm-hmm. That's uh, being written by Mike Costa, who writes J. Joe Cobra and is writing the new Blackhawks for mm-hmm. DC Fifty Two. Um, and we're doing create your own book for IDW that's five issues and is about sleight of hand magic. Ooh, um, and oh, I it, love that. Yeah. We're smoke and mirrors. And, uh, yeah, Smoke and Mirrors, exactly. Uh, and it's being uh, co-written by John Armstrong, who is a sleight-of-hand magician, a very well-known sleight-of-hand magician. And he worked for Disney as an Imagineer and is That's working. That's a job? Yes. Yes. Imagineer. A very highly touted, a very yes. well-respected uh, and um, Every fucking artist that ever has wanted to work for Disney wants to be an Imagineer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so he's been an Imagineer, and he is working on creating the. Uh, I could be making that up though. Tricks, the tricks that are in every issue of Smoke and Mirrors. 
The point of Smoke and Mirrors is that it is a narrative, but it's also uh, has tricks that are played on the reader, but they are also explained to the reader. So, so wait, is, am I going to look at my long box and find my wallet? Yeah, <laughs> like, so, so, like, basically, my yeah. watch is at the end of this issue. <laughs> of this Yes. My wedding ring. Um, my Costa just mailed me my wedding ring. The, the, the book is going to fool the crap out of you. The point is the book is going to fool you. Uh, no, so I, I'm a huge fan of, of close-up magic. Yes. Like, uh, and, you know, uncomfortable magic. Uncomfortably <laughs> close <laughs> magic. No. That's uh, the hardest, show it's me the hardest on the magic. Doll I mean, hey, you know, David Copperfield... Uh, Right, that's his name. Copperfield. The, yeah, he yeah. could like do a huge stage thing, but like, the dude who's doing fall, like yeah. you know, the David in, Blaine right, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, right in front of you, that's way harder to fucking do. Right. So, I buy this comic. There's going to be tricks pulled on me as yes. I read the comic, and that's then cool. later explain to me how they're done. Well, there some of them are explained to you if you go back and analyze what you've been given ah. information-wise. Some of them are flat out explained to you. Uh, it is it is a question of I mean it it is stuff that a sleight of hand magician would do right in front of your face, but uh, they're telling me everything that I need to do visually so that when it gets to you, it's going to trick you. And it's, that's cool. It's 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 weird. It's it's weird. It's kind of stuff that once you know the answer, it's kind of cool. But when you don't know the answer, it blows your mind. Yeah, you're like, and so they have to tell me the answer so I can figure out how to draw it. And then when it gets to you, it's it's awesome. It's awesome stuff. That's a very cool idea. That's, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, a neat concept. That, that's, yeah. I haven't seen anything it's pretty like that unique. in comics. Yeah, yeah I, I you know I finished the first issue, and the first issue is mainly just simple card tricks. But then in issue two, we're going to get into actually uh, you have to cut up the pages to change the narrative. It's sort of a Promethea. It's, it's going to wow, be. you guys are getting a little deep. We'll see if it works. I'm looking uh, forward to that. Yeah, and, I've, and I'm, I'm working currently on an, uh, the incentive cover for number one uh that has a trick on the cover so there's instructions on the cover that you follow and you look at the image and it works a trick i fucking on love this book yeah this it's is awesome exciting. this is very cool this is this is in, yeah this is very as cool. far as we can tell no one's shit ever done i may like have to this, actually so. buy like printed comic <laughs> single issues yeah. what? stuff I yeah hope so. it's I been hope years so. like that's that's insane that's a very cool idea though that i, I love the idea of that as a, uh, a visceral, person who's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of magic. I've always been, you know, yeah, and especially that close-up sort of hands-on magic like that. That, and I've never, I've seen some stuff online like people have tried to translate that to the internet and done mm-hmm. some sort sort of things like that. But I've never really seen things like that in print. Actually, trying to, do, I mean, shit. I still have my like Harry Blackstone. Magic kit, you know, like when yeah. I was a kid, you know, that that kind of thing. But it's yeah, doing that in print, that's very cool. That's uh, is that your I'm, greatest Christmas present? It may have been, yes. Yeah, 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 I had a Coming big full circle. No, I had a big like Harry Black. Was it Harry Blackstone? Was that his name? That's the name, yeah. Yeah, Harry Blackstone. I had gotten this huge Harry Blackstone magic kit 
Like all these. Who's Harry Blackstone? He was a magician. He was a. He was a. Uh, I don't know. He was just a magician. Ma- old fucking. Yeah, he, was, he was on Night Court. Oh wait, no. <laughs> I think it was Harry Blackstone. It was I'm Harry wrong. Anderson. No, not Harry. He was Anderson. also a magician. Mel Torme. Okay, yeah. I, I now I understand. <laughs> Mel Velvet Fog. Maybe so, I'm getting the name wrong. So it's it's coming out from IDW. Yep. It's going to be in previews this month. Yes, and right. then uh, March March is the first issue. It's okay, going to be a five-issue miniseries. Oh, so it'll be about the time of C2E2 yeah. it's coming out. So. Yeah, it should be. Uh, the, the first issue has a variant covered by Fiona Staples, oh, which nice. we're super excited about. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's, she's great. Amazing. That's all any, any relation to Val? No, no, not at okay. all. But she does post on the Masters of the Universe forum. Well, which Val is, you know, he's he is a master of the universe. That's he owns that forum, man. I know. That's, that's his community, man, big time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a story about Val after yes. <laughs> afterwards. Yes, afterwards. yes. Uh, 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 where's Blast Furnace at? Uh, Blast Furnace, uh, I've done 130 pages, which is a half of a year, mm-hmm. uh, and it's taking a break right now. Okay, on a little bit of it, uh, totally understood because you're trying to get paid doing. Oh yeah. Oh, doing definitely. smoke mirrors. Yeah. Uh, God Hates Astronauts. God Hates Astronauts is on a break. I did uh, 13 pages of issue three, um, and they hopefully I will finish the next 13 pages before the comic book season, comic show season of 2012, so that I will have uh, issue three ready for the beginning of 2012, and then I will uh, eventually be, uh, a little spoiler alert, I'm doing some, I'm going to put all together in a trade, and I'm going to try and write some origin two-page backups for the trade of the various characters. Cool. I just want to, I just want to talk to you, the around comics listeners, for a moment. <laughs> um, you, you right there, you with those white, yeah. what, those white Let's earbuds. Over the years, we uh, at Around Comics, we pride ourselves with the ability to sniff out talent. Sniff out talent. I mean, yeah. you look at the comic talent industry. sniffers. Listen, yeah. you look at the current comic book industry and the professionals, the biggest names in Fraction. Comics. Found him. Aaron, Jason Aaron. Oh, yeah. Early. Hardman. <laughs> oh, we, before we knew, he was working in comics. Before anyone knew it. The second time. I was, you know, that kind of thing. All these guys, all the guys that are working at Marvel, DC, Scotty Young. He, oh, God. He begged to be on our show. Yeah. Remender? Rick Remender, Tony Moore. Uh, all these guys. We know talent when we see it. Bloodhounds. I'm telling you right now, this guy sitting here, Ryan Brown, is oh, a talent. Oh, right. we're talking about Ryan. We're talking about Ryan. <laughs> Tom, 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 Tom's really rejected oh, right now. It's like, oh. Jump, oh, jump on the bandwagon early. If you're not reading Ryan's work, go out now and 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 buy his book. Now, you don't, now telling you, yeah. if you don't get on the train now, you won't be able to complain about how his old work was better. <laughs> That's right. If you don't start right. As I evolve, when he sells out, you won't be able to complain. <laughs> yeah. When he talks about those useless douchebags yeah. camping outside of of your financial institutions, you won't be able to say That's I knew right. him That's whenever right. he uh, was on know. my I side. Mean, like, you need to be able to relate to me as an artist before I come out as a. A radical fundamentalist. <laughs> I totally blow your mind. <laughs> but seriously, no, yeah, yeah. You, if you like comics, if if at some point in your life you were 10, 11, 12 years old, and you know, sitting in your parents' 
There's an eight-year-old right now who's like, I cannot relate. <laughs> I've never been. I know one eight-year-old. <laughs> All right. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's not the Sandusky podcast. Oh, well, that go, is Go buy some Ryan Brown comics. He deserves it, but... But more than that, you deserve it. You, you deserve, deserve it. it. You, you deserve, deserve it. to enjoy. When is, when's the last oh time you gosh. did something for yourself? <laughs> exactly. Wow. So how much how much money do you want me to give you? Well, we'll ten percent okay, later. Right. Don't 10%. worry about it. Ten percent of all of all yeah. future sales. The standard around comics <laughs> tip. Yes, yeah. that's right. We are kingmakers, Ryan. And if you don't, you know, pay your kingmakers, you don't become a king. Okay. That's how that's it works great. here, no? Yeah. yeah, because there's someone behind you. <laughs> and he's big. Yeah. And uh yeah, you don't want to see that. Yeah. All right. Um uh speaking of uh of other folks that uh that we enjoy uh and enjoy their work, uh has been on the podcast before. We are uh, currently uh recording in the Rogues Gallery at uh The Empty The Rogues empty. Gallery. It is it is being primed for their holiday show. Yeah. Uh, so the the walls are bare right now. But on this Friday, if you are in the Chicago area they will not be empty because they will be filled with the art of uh, of our good friend Sal Abenati, and uh, that will be seven o'clock this coming. Uh, Fucker stole my name. He did not. Big time. He did totally. You should get mad. Podcast name. He totally get stole mad. my podcast yeah, I, I, moniker. There's there's a lot of debate on who was first, but no, uh, no, I, fuck no debate. You guys, whose side are you on, motherfucker? You, you guys, you guys can debate it this Friday, uh, December tenth at seven o'clock, because that is the Sal Abenetti art opening here at the Rogues Gallery. Yeah, yeah so, boy. Yeah. yeah. Sal's good people. No, no, good man. He's it's good. Uh, he is a little bit of a Cubs fan, and we argued, no, not yeah. argued, but we talked uh, feverishly in it's New a, York. It's a Theo era, man. Theo, Theo era. era. Uh-huh. <laughs> Changing it. Changing it. Yeah, it's still the cups. It's gonna. Yeah, exactly. All right. Do we have anything else? <laughs> Happy birthday to John Suntras. Happy birthday, John Suntras. He's uh, go, 70, seventy-four years old today. Nice. He's, uh, we, we appreciate that he <laughs> survived seventy-five next year. year. Yeah. Way to survive. Who would have thought when he was learning at Marconi's knee that he would <laughs> <laughs> live past the age of radio and the age when of getting, When he was getting water, when he was getting water for uh, for whoever did the yellow. Bre- Bring me water for this radial mill that I'm working. We need to keep it rolling. So very happy birthday to our friend John Suntress. Uh, All right. Well, this is uh, this is uh, our December uh, issue. Uh, Have have a fantastic uh, holiday. uh, Christmas, Hanzaka, Hanzaka. And Merry uh, Happy Christmas. God, we'll, we'll be back. Happy in, uh, New Year. 2012. We have one more year left. Oh, and that's the last year, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. it. We, have one, we have one more year. May? Is it supposed to end in May or whatever? Yeah, when, when does March, the calendar May, run out? I don't know. September. Oh. I got to start making plans. I'm going to New York in January. So. <laughs> I got spring training in March, folks. I don't know. Mm. Me too. Oh my God! That means that the Cardinals are going to be the very last World Series. Yeah, champions. yeah, yeah. No, and it's on December twenty first. No, no, no. Of oh, shit! They got to repeat. Good luck. They do have to repeat. Good luck without pools. Good luck. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we will. Uh, we will. Whatever team uh, Albert Pujols signs with, uh-huh. other than the Cardinals, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a jersey. 
I know oh, wear wow. it. I'm gonna wear it every day. That's, that's for at least. You know, months. I never thought I was gonna wear a Cubs jersey until I was gonna wear a Mark Burley Cubs jersey. He's not wearing the Cubs. He's no. gonna be a Marlin. Not, baby. Marlin. Come on. You got Marlin. You got a Marlin Burley. Possibly a Marlin Pools. Uh, All right, we will be back uh, in 2012. Yeah. See yeah. you in unless the future. Unless we're back sooner. Yeah. I, I doubt that. No, I doubt that. Uh, in the meantime. In between time. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. We'll be everywhere in and around Comics. Look at you. That's what it's going to be. Have everything I need. Around my sober Christmas tree. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I love you. Have good cheer. I love you, good dog. Got my baby, my boy's love. Happiness, good God, uh, I got plenty of. Would you believe I got peace of mind and I'll be grooving at Christmas time? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, hope you have a good cheer. I love it, James Brown love it. Okay, it's a... Uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan's a fellow bourbon fan, so mm-hmm. I figure we should break out some uh, some holiday wait, cheer wait. here. Oh. What? I love Shit. bourbon. We're breaking out the old granddad? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, some old granddad, so... <laughs> That's, Fantastic! That's, that's not I, I have bourbon, not had enough it? alcohol tonight. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I have um, I've dipped into the old granddad before. Hey, oh, oh, oh. keep keep that to yourself, maybe. I've dipped.